0: Daily.com presents a Tarabuster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: Okay. Hi. What's going on, everybody? Yes, my name is Tara Devlin. We are having another Tarabuster, unapologetic liberal talk. We meet here. Well, usually. We have a a set time on Saturdays from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Pro- Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. We're on Verdant Square Radio. We're at FYI Nation and what else? Other than, other than that, each day during during the week, I try to have a show. All right, so we don't really have a set time. That's why it can start at eight twenty four Eastern Standard Time and you guys, I'm very happy to see people pouring into the chat room. don't don't no need to push. There's enough room for everybody. Don't block the doorway. Errol. let everybody in find a seat, try to socially distance. No, we, we're getting together um, to keep each other sane I really appreciate you guys for supporting the show without the liberal media we we don't stand a chance you see what's going on right now Twitter is doing exactly what we said he was gonna do how, what how long have I been saying this by the way not just about Twitter how long, if you were an early adopter of progressive voices and you used to listen to the two-minute tirades, that's really how I got my start doing this podcast thing. I used to do two-minute tirades, they were called, a commentary on progressive voices. And how I could go back through these two-minute tirades, and you can too, they are on SoundCloud. And you can look at the topics I am telling you, guys, we have predicted this for, as ever since I believe, uh, ever since I became politically aware, we have been talking about the fact that Republicans are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. That's basically the bottom line. They have no interest in democracy. They... They really don't—it gets in the way. They don't like democracy because they're working for the big moneyed interests, period. They're working to make the American people, the dummy, the dumb, dumb workers, the serfs, those who weren't smart enough to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and be born a billionaire or or be uh, to inherit daddy's uh, wealth— if you aren't smart enough to do that, they're, they're not working for you. They don't give a crap about you. And that is the bottom line. Prove me wrong. What about democracy do they like? Do you ever have a story of Republicans getting together and making it easier for people to vote? How about do you find me a story of Republicans counting all the votes? not trying to throw votes in the garbage for no reason other than that they're not in the bag for them. So they, they don't like democracy, okay? Let's get a grip, everybody, and stop living in denial. We don't live in denial. We really have to tell our friends who are the Democratic friends who consider themselves the middle-of-the-road Democrats, those are the ones that we try to reach because they are reachable. The right-wingers are not, they're not our friends. They're not trying to have a functioning society. They're not trying to meet us halfway and and promote the general welfare of the welfare of their big money benefactors. No, they're not. When it, down in the road, if we, I'm sure by the time, uh, uh, I won't be alive to see this. Sure, I'm sure if it gets to that point where just take this to its final conclusion. There will come a time when right wingers, so-called conservatives uh, in this country, are um, they 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 don't even have to give lip service to democracy anymore. They'll they will have dis- effectively destroyed destroyed it. Why can't I say? Why can't I say words? I don't know. Um, they will have effectively destroyed it um, for good. Oh, look at this. Constantino Pires, Perez? watching from Portugal. Thank you, Constantino. Please tell everyone there that we're trying our best. And we understand that Twitler is a monster. But we also understand that the it's the republicans the whole party the right-wingers and it's whatever you call them it's conservatism i've asked this question before i'm posing it again to if there are any conservatives stumbling through on their way to destroying america or i don't know on on their way to burning down a black lives matter sign somewhere getting together this is what they do for fun um i'm asking please give me an example of a conservative government that is a successful government. Now, it might be successful in the way that it makes the rich richer. Is that what you consider successful? Um, let me set the parameters. A, I am considering my definition of success. A successful government is a government that works for all, okay? A government that well, well, let's, uh, works for the majority, the working class. If you have a working class majority, <clears throat> the, excuse me. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I don't have a, a button, but, and I'm, uh, you know, this is, we're really flying without a net here. True. So look at me. I, I hear you. It's, it is what it is. Look at my camera. It sucks. I've been playing around with that damn green screen all day. It's a, I don't know, the green screen, it's fine. I'm going to use it because I bought it, but I'm going I'm trying to make more um sh- shorter videos, just do them throughout the day. I didn't get around to it today because I was fussing with the the green screen. And now I'm looking at myself in the reflection and I'm thinking, "Oh my god, what happened?" But it's all in my head. It's body dysmorphic disorder. That means that when I look in the mirror, I want to smack my parents. That's the bottom line. It's true, but I have to stop. I have to stop talking negatively in my mind about myself. It is a, it's, um, I, it's something you have to, well, for me, not you. I shouldn't say you. Something I have to constantly work on. So, I'm working on it as we speak, live in front of everybody, so thank you. That's what's great about the internet, we get to do it together. We stick together, we win is the, um, it's the motto of the show, but it has to be a way of life, because that's humanity. We stick together, we win. together, alone we can, we could survive, but together we thrive, and that's... Really, the way Mother Nature created us. Oh, yeah. Errol, thank you. Conservative clowns, please get over the fact that Trump is leaving the White House in two weeks. Yes. Thank you for your super chat, Errol. And before I get into the whole show, I want to say that... Where is my thing here? Okay. Um, become a patron at patreon.com slash Devlin. We are... I've complained about this before or not really. Is it a complaint? It's sharing. It's sharing and caring. Um, we are bleeding patrons. I don't know if that's a sign of the times or I, I hope that if you are not a patron and or if you were a patron and you, you couldn't be a patron anymore, it's not because I hope it's something I said and not because of something in your in your life. So, and I do hope you still listen to the show. But t- t- tonight's show is brought to us by... Where is my... Hey, where, somebody moved all my sound effects. Tara Jr., get in here now and explain yourself. Oh, wait, here we go. Tonight's show is sponsored by... Michael Isaacs. Thank you, Michael, for t- taking the leap, taking that extra step and becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Taradevlin. Because of you and people like you, we will be able to keep going and more importantly, keep going and keep growing. That's what we that's what we're trying to do get the word out because I'm not I'm not shy about telling you guys and sharing with you guys that we know how to fix this country. I'm not here. There are some talk show hosts that will say, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm just... It's just a matter of a conversation. We're just having a conversation. No, I know what to do. Alright? We know what to do. And we have to get the mind our collective consciousness as americans we have to get our fellow americans to the point where they they uh, see their solutions and it, it it's common sense but that comes with uh with only with the liberal media this is the liberal media you're looking at it it's sort of like, i look at it like this for centuries, for recorded, for all, even pr- for pre-human, pre-recorded history, pre, not, not pre-recorded history, but pre-recorded history, uh, humanity w- was under the belief that slaves, enslaving other human beings was normal and natural and just the way things are. And so much so, when you read the Bible, this is what I always criticize about the Bible and people who are, well, you, they use the Bible to justify everything, including sa- slavery. You know that. It says it right there. Slaves be good to your masters. And, but because even Jesus Christ never said anything about slavery. He never said anything against slavery. In, in fact, he said more about lending money at interest usury than he did about slavery enslaving other human beings so there you go that's what that says much as i think about the ancient book of fables that these republicans pretend to give a shit about and you know they don't so and it can twist twist just like conservatives fix the facts around the policy they fix the facts around they they use the bible they twist it into whatever form it they th- that suits them t- disregarding the the uh phrases that they don't want you know that don't fit their policy like, um, I think Jesus said, he said so much more about what uh, what it means to be rich, that being rich was, a um, was in fact, a hindrance to your salvation than he ever did about the things that the right-wingers pre- tell us we should all be concerned about, like who's got the right pee-pee and is the pee-pee being clothed appropriately for the peepee, and is it going to the right bathroom for the peepee? you know what i mean but how why did they get on this oh because i'm there for thousands of years people assume nobody j- stood up and said well you know that the majority of people i'm you i'm sure they were always those who who recognized how abhorrent it was to enslave other human beings. But somewhere along the line, the collective consciousness, and it took thousands of years for all humanity to get there, to to get to the point where we agree whether, and we know that slavery exists on Earth now, but there is the collective human zeitgeist we all agree that slavery is bad. At least we agree on paper and publicly, right? So when that, that's, uh, that goes to show you how ideas in, in themselves are, uh, it's, they're like th- well, the phrase thought virus comes to mind. Same way democracy, that was a thought virus that took... Hundreds of years and thousands of years, actually, when you go back to ancient Greece, that to finally come to fruition, where the, where at least on paper, the human pe- human beings consider democracy the highest, uh, most benevolent form of government. So much so that even the autocracies pretend to be democracy. Putin calls himself president they go through the motions of sham elections trying to fool everybody well we'll get to our sham elections here um well the 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 attempt to overthrow a, a, another election well, this is what republicans do so my my point is that we have to get the american people to the point the 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 American consciousness has to evolve to the point where we understand, without even thinking about it, that e pluribus unum is our action plan. If it doesn't fit into e pluribus unum, then it's not American. Out of many, one. We are in this together. We don't leave anybody behind. This is how we fix this country, and we know that. That's why, but we still have to get to the point where when we hear right-wing Democrats on whatever, on the so-called liberal media, on the corporate media, though, when they're up there saying, well, we don't want to lose your union we we don't want to uh, make unions give up their health care that they negotiated by ensuring that everybody has health care i mean it makes absolutely no sense where they where we get to the point where these right-wing democrats don't have the they don't dare say something so abhorrent because it will immediately be recognized as anti-American, as un-American. Wait. That was bothering me. My wire was on the wrong side. So the the long and short of it is that's where what we're doing here on the show. This is the real liberal media. It's unapologetic liberal media. And we don't apologize for... We're not the ones who are like, let's get bipartisan up in this bitch. No, I'm not about bipartisanship. I'm about doing what's right. Not. I don't throw. I don't want to appease the cancer that is eating us up from the inside out, and that's the right wingers. All right, let's just get into the show because today we know what's going on. Uh, Twitler was caught on tape as usual now imagine the conversations that weren't taped but yet again he's caught on tape in the act of being himself and what's it gonna take nothing i mean really let's not forget that hitler he didn't um he didn't take power he didn't overturn a the the german republic it didn't happen overnight in fact they had a trial run the beer hall putsch where they tried to um force the they 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 used violence to force the government the the uh usurpation of the weimar republic and Hitler went to jail for it and was barred from speaking. They actually, in comparison, he, uh, when you think about what Twitter's up to, the fact that he's already committed treason. I mean, treason is just another day at the office for right-wingers. We understand that. And I've, I've went through the examples. Nixon committing treason. Reagan committing treason, negotiating, uh, meeting behind the back of the sitting president to encourage the enemies of the United States to continue to harm the American people for political gain. So the incoming, so it works to the political advantage of the incoming administration or the wannabe incoming administration. What is um, what is more heinous than that? it's on top of all the other heinous acts that the republicans do that they engage in it's treason is just another day at the office for these right-wing fascist bastards so i'm s- sick of it i'm tired of appeasing the the cancer the scum and twitter is the symptom we didn't get here overnight. They, he, How many willing co-conspirators has he found? We're way up in the double digits now. He's got over 100 of them in the House, right? How many in the House? They're going to contest. And then in the Senate, Ted Cruz. These are people that want to be the president. You understand? If we do not stop them uh, and not just what pretend let's find a, a couple of good ones good apples in the in the bunch who don't who aren't completely uh, re- repugnant they're all repugnant let's never forget it like today the uh Brad Raffensperger the person who recorded twitler in him in the conversation, and he did good for him. He recorded it because he knew that he, he's using it as a uh, as an insurance policy, I'm sure. So he recorded Twitler telling him, I just need so and so however many votes. Just give me a couple of votes here. I just need, I'm not asking for much here. All we need is, uh what, uh, not just a couple of thousand, 15,000 or so. That's all. You're a Republican. You should want to do this. This is what he was saying to him. And the right-wingers are, what? Who, what's his name, Purdue. and there's an election tomorrow, where which will decide whether we can, well, here, many things ha- hang in the balance. One of them is If we don't get the Senate, it's done. We're completely done. There's really not much we can do to fully fix this thing. And the next fascist that gets in will be more um, effective, and he will, he, and it will be a he, will destroy democracy once and for all. If we win the Senate and Joe Biden gets his slim majority, the means to make some changes, we have to work doubly, triply harder to push these right-wing Democrats into doing um, the necessary patriotic things that they must do to ensure that another Twitter never rises again. And 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 by that, I don't mean put republicans in the cabinet or reach across the aisle and say nice things and give their their shitty policies that brought us here put well when we have a bill to ensure that the american people don't go on bread lines anymore let's throw in some more tax breaks for the one percent and to appease the right wingers because this is what we've been doing the entire history of the united states is the history of appeasing conservatives all of our bloody blood-soaked history is the history of appeasement to the right-wingers this thing the united states itself is a progressive initiative this is why when republicans they have illegitimately declared themselves to be patriots, they're not patriots. If this were the 1770s, they would be the loyalists. There is nothing more progressive than overthrowing a king and an aristocracy. And with our original sin of manifest destiny in the United States, where uh, even the founders understood that with this, that slavery, that our racist-ass History. Well, they didn't. They didn't consider. They didn't talk about the genocide against the natives, but they did refer to the um, slavery. How that would have to be a price that we would pay for in blood, as if our uh, the enslaved people that we brought here against their will weren't already paying the price in blood. But the um, the fact is. We have to, uh, we have to reconcile reconcile this racist ass history, and all the more reason we need "E pluribus unum" as our rallying cry, leaving nobody behind. Not to till we get to the point where we're it's not African Americans or white Americans or whatever Americans, it's Americans. We're in this together. That's how it has to begin, but. This whole history, the United States, is a history of appeasement. When we had the chance to make a move, to, be, uh, to, to bring a more perfect union to fruition, to do the right thing, there was always a right-winger standing in the way, dragging us back. All the compromises that we've endured throughout our history— the compromises to you don't compromise with evil, all right? So uh, it's enough. How much? How much more do they have to show us? Do the right wingers have to show us who they are before we believe them? Well, I believe them. I know you believe them. But do, do the? Does Nancy Pelosi believe them? Does Chuck Schumer believe them? Enough. I know. I know Amy Klobuchar doesn't believe them. In fact, all right, I'll show you one thing. I was watching. T- <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Look at this camera. Oh my God! It looks like shit. I'm so green. I'm so tired. It's not easy being green. So let me just show you something that I was that annoyed me. Earlier. I don't know if you, and it started to trend on Twitter. Tim Kaine was on MSNBC. Do I have this? Oh, yeah. Here, listen to this. To
2: tell you about Mitch McConnell's power or lack
3: thereof that this is happening, I mean, he's been pretty straightforward in saying this is a really bad idea. This is the most
1: important vote I'm going to take in my career. It's a choice of conscience. He's saying don't do this. Uh, And yet he's being ignored by his conference. Why?
2: Casey, you know, because you're there every day, Mitch is very powerful. He normally has quite a hold on his caucus, but in this case, they are more worried about President Trump and his tweet factory and and the response of Trump voters than they are about Mitch McConnell. There's a great line of poetry of WB Yeats, and it goes like this. We'd fed the heart on fantasy, the heart grown brutal with the fair, more substance in our enmity than in our love. Basically, (laughs) They have fed their conspiracy-addled followers in many cases with these fantasies about voter fraud or all kinds of other fantasies along the way.
1: Okay. Are you kidding me? Wonderful that you can quote Yates. What the fuck are you talking about? When I saw this, I was like, this is why we lose. You understand? Because right-wing Democrats are quoting Yates while the Republicans are destroying the country, are committing treason. Good for you, you got a lot of props on Twitter because you could quote Yates by heart. And then she came back saying, oh, how impressive.
2: And now suddenly they find that they can't control it. Um, And they're learning the, the painful reality of when you deal with a bully, the only way to deal with a bully is get in the bully's face. It's not to go along. It's not to appease. It's not to try to suck up to or be nice to the bully. That's what they've done to Donald Trump, and now many of them are regretting it.
1: But I don't know about you guys. Do you hear any sense of urgency? Maybe it's me. I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to... um, I really want the Democrats to be successful. So why are you acting like this is a problem? We are are confronted with a goddamn traitor in the White House and an entire cabal of treasonous bastards who know he's a traitor and they are enabling him. And they're also setting us up for a civil war. That's what they're doing. And he's quoting Yeats like he's—I um, don't know—practicing for a poetry j- jam at the local coffee house on a Sunday afternoon. I don't get it. Do you have—is there um, an, uh, is there a sense of urgency in this? Do you, when you watch that interview, do you get the feeling that we are in dire straits? Are we in trouble? What's going on? What are you talking about? let tell you about... Let me just get to... Let's listen again.
2: And his tweet factory and, and the response of Trump voters than they are about Mitch McConnell. There's a great line of poetry of WB Yeats and it goes like this. We'd fed the heart on fantasy, the heart grown brutal with the fair, more substance in our enmity than in our love. Basically... They have fed their
1: what the fuck does that have to do more substance in our enmity than then our love how you feeling you feeling motivated and passionate to get out there and stop the goddamn end of the grand experiment in liberal democracy It's like the moon roses are red violets are blue democracy is done and so are you <laughs> i'm in real oh, look i'm looking at <laughs> i'm in trouble i i'm reading your tweet i mean uh, your message marxie oh we're in trouble all right yeah and I'll, I'll all over twitter people are like oh i'm so impressed tim kane can quote yates without uh, without notes oh, well how you feel about that how's everybody feeling at the end of the um, american experiment we have tim K- first of all what the hell is tim kane was tim kane doing as the goddamn vice presidential nominee does anybody care about tim kane this is why the right-wing Democrats are a problem. I know people contact me. They're like, there's a beat up on the Republicans. I do. I'm beating up on the conservatives in both parties. We got conservatives in our party. I, I don't get it. You will never see... I don't know, maybe. I'm, like, I'm not going to ever not quote Yates, but there's a time and a place... Is that the appropriate response to a traitor? In the uh, in the act, caught in the act of being himself a traitor. Yeah, really, brunch. He wants to get back to brunch and quote some Yates. It's sickening. I just couldn't believe what I heard and saw. And... I'm uh, I'm sharing it with you because I'm wondering if you feel the same. Is it me? Am I just being? Is this a? If, am I just being an alarmist? Is this an appropriate response to treason? When Donald try- See, I, I I understand everybody has their way. You know what I mean. We all. I have my way. Somebody you might like. Uh, someone else that's not as screamy, yelly. I don't know. Do I yell? Yes. Maybe they, my voice is annoying. I don't know. We all have our way. So everybody has their place. Somebody might like that kind of, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. It's like, it was like he felt like um, he Had this quote, and he wanted to show off and show everybody that he knew how to quote Yates, and it—it's like a. um, This is what the Democrats do, where they're committing treason, and the so-called leadership of the Democratic Party is pontificating on the corporate media and quoting Yates. Ed the first says, What do you want, Tara? A lynching party? No, and not a lynching. I think they I think we can find a middle ground between nonchalantly quoting Yates on the corporate media and a lynching party. I want the Democrats to be. I want them to be alarmed. I want them to express to the American people how just how dangerous a time we are living in I don't know when somebody quotes Yeats at me I don't think that I think okay great now everybody has their style yes but for example when Adam Schiff in the impeachment trial now he's a calm person he, but you get the sense of urgency He has not changed. He will not change. He
0: has made that clear himself without self-awareness or hesitation. A man without character or ethical compass will never find his way. He has done it before. He will do it again. What are the odds, if left in office, that he will continue trying to cheat? I will tell you, 100% he will continue trying to cheat in the election until he succeeds then what shall you say
1: all right that had a little poetry in it and also passion and urgency i don't know for me when i listen to donald and trump say hey find me a couple of votes hanging around
4: you're gonna find that they are
2: which is totally illegal it's 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 more illegal for you than it is for them because you know what they did, and you're not reporting it—that's a, you know, that's a criminal. That's a criminal offense, and and you know you can't let that happen. That's that's a big risk to you and to Ryan, your lawyers. That's a big risk.
1: When you hear that, and then you hear that, the fact is, I don't know. This around the, I'm trying to think of the exact uh, statistic. It's over seventy percent of these right-wing morons who follow this con man, the Republicans themselves, they think that the election was stolen. So for the next four years, when Joe Biden is inaugurated, not only are going to have to endure Mitch McConnell if he, if he becomes the majority leader again, we're not going to only have to endure his obstruction... But we're going to have to deal with the right wingers who proclaim Joe Biden illegitimate because simply because the, this is this is what they're saying. You notice how every all of the so-called um, things where bad bad things happened, quote unquote. All of the election results where bad things happen. All all communities that have darker pigment. So yet again, that's not an accident. This is what Republicans do, and they are setting this country up to be, to burn to the goddamn ground. They not accept. They will not accept the election and the effing Republicans. If you don't. Treat them like the traitors they are. We don't have a shot. We've tried appeasement. We've tried to be nice to them. We've tried to put their very policies in front of their filthy fascist faces and say, "Hey, here you here we're going to do healthcare." Instead of a public option, I'll give you what you want. Here's your exact plan. And they stood up in front of, the, in front of God and everybody and, and cried about socialism again, lying uh, upon lies, upon lies, in the middle of this pa- goddamn pandemic, where of over 350,000 Americans are dead in four months millions more are sick we are the covid capital of earth this fucker hasn't got, he doesn't give a shit about the job he all he wants are the accolades of the job the trappings just like he wanted in his own stupid trump friggin inc whatever the name of his corporation was his his rat. F- Think House Corporation where he sat around looking at swatches. But it's not just Trump, you see. If it were Trump and this were another day and there were Republicans with integrity and they marched over we always hear the story about Republicans marching over to Nixon and saying it's over, Booby. They haven't said that to Twitter. It's over, Booby. No, they're saying it's only just begun. They are wiping their ass with the entire American experiment. Now, you know what I feel. I have said it on the show many times. Break the goddamn country up. Where's it going? How are we going to live with these people? They don't have an interest in democracy. But short of that, which we're not going to be breaking up. That's the thing. Nobody's going to listen to me with that. For some reason, they... I have no idea why. I've, I really believe that. Why not? Just break it up. want We'll have the federated states of America. You can have your right-wing, cesspool red states. You, well, Twit- they, they're already broken up, as it is. Just the way Twitter excla- uh, when he, he gave that, well, during the pandemic, he was like, well, if you take out the blue states, there's hardly any death going on, as if we're already broken up. But, you know, right-wingers are, will do that, but normal people, Democrats, we don't do that. You don't see... You never heard Barack Obama saying, fuck those rubes in Tennessee. They get what they what they voted for. Mitch McConnell, good luck. No, uh, how about in West Virginia? They specifically... Barack Obama specifically put in a provision in Obamacare for the um, victims of black lung disease, the coal miners. But when, when, of course, this is all, we all know this, because when after when Twitler squ- started squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes... All of these right-wingers, which is what happens, they only see the light when something affects them directly. They were suddenly, even though they voted against the Democratic candidate, they were, they were surprised when their, their black lung benefits started to be threatened. Because they thought, oh my God, what do you mean? My black lung benefits are going bye-bye i only thought the benefits of black people were going bye-bye not black lu- not my black lungs but that's what democrats do they don't they're not spiteful they don't say fuck those rubes they didn't vote for me and they never will they're stupid let them die let them go suck and die on coal like their grandpappy and grandpappy before them they don't want to change. They don't want to move into renewable energy. So why should we give them a lifeline anyway? Let them choke and die on their own bullet, bullshit. On their own bullshit and stupidity. Choke and die. They're not like me. I, I might say that. No, I probably wouldn't. But, that's. I don't know. I don't know. Well, How, how much longer? Do we accept this? It's like being in a relationship with somebody that doesn't want to be in the relationship. All they do... What if you're in a relationship with somebody and all they do is drain your bank account and treat you like shit? How much longer? And then they tr- they prevent you from having decent friends, having a nice house. They fuck up your house. They fuck... They prevent you from getting health care you can't get uh, you uh you can't have lift yourself up by your bootstraps because you got these goddamn albatrosses hanging around your neck i don't know let them buy let them fly fly be free freedom they make me sick so and worse than me they make the entire country sick as you say, break it up. You don't want... Okay, we'll have a nice democratic republic. Well, The one who gets the most votes will actually serve. And we can do things. We don't just have to make billionaires. We don't have to suck old billionaire teat. We might be able to have a country that works for all. We'll have universal health care, progressive taxation universal higher education and right-wingers can in their federated states okay we'll, we'll protect you if you're attacked like anybody would give a shit like that's why they come to new york to attack us because when somebody attacks tennessee nobody notices who would blow anything up there this is i mean what are they gonna do it would be an improvement blow up the meth lab jesus christ i'm just sick of them because they they make us sick and I'm tired. It's like living with somebody who you do everything for, who you provide a roof over their heads, you I'm just saying metaphorically. All of my blue state dollars go and prop up every every dollar that Mitch McConnell's state sends and they get $2 back. So, I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. They are less vote getting taker states with who don't even have the courtesy or the manners of the maturity to say thanks. All they do is drag us down and make us look like assholes in front of the whole world. They don't want to have a country that works for all. They want their black lung benefits, don't you get it? The, if we had black lung, they'd be like, liberal tears, drink those liberal tears. Now, what kind of shitty, stupid, sick person gets off on drinking somebody's tears. And here's another reason why we went on the show. This is another thing we need to spread, get the word out about. That it's not just a... uh, They talk about it on corporate media when they say the motivation of the right-wingers, it's sick, all they want to do is drink liberal tears, it's owning the libs, sticking it to the libs. That in itself yet again is another example of how unfit they are and how unpatriotic they are it's not patriotic to want to drink the tears of your fellow citizens that's fucking sick so really let's call it what it is no i'm sorry if amy klobuchar can find a couple of good republicans to jerk off in the Senate gym, good for her. But the whole party is irredeemable, and their entire voting base is the problem, too. They voted for them, and then they voted again. They saw the treason. They saw the death, the sickness, the fucking idiot. I mean, they're such morons who... All, I guess all they like uh, to hear is bullshit because look at the pandemic. Look at the, look at the vaccine. Now here's the thing. Twitler was like, oh, um, God bless myself because of the vaccine, uh, uh, like the rooster who took credit for the sun coming up and all over right wing media. They're like, oh, we should call it the Trump vaccine. Well, it's the Trump virus, but not the vaccine. Let's call it the Trump vaccine because we got to jerk him off a little bit more. And meanwhile, here in reality, remember how we heard about, oh, the vaccine is coming and it's a Operation Warp Speed vaccine. And by this day, we're going to have millions of Americans will be vaccinated. And it's going to be a miracle. Where are we? By this time, January 1st, we were supposed to have vaccinated 2 million people. We're not even a fraction of that because they don't plan. They don't know what they're doing. Twitter sucks. He sucks at business. He sucks at life. He's a failure. He's a loser. And not only does he suck and everything that he touches dies, it's... That's what uh, Rick's, Rick Wilson wrote a book, Everything Trump t- Touches Dies. Everything Republicans touch dies. Don't just give it to Trump. He's just the pimple on the boil, on the cancer, on the scum of the Republican Party. The whole thing is a scum show. Sc- being, calling them scum, though is really um, an honorific to them because, well, I call them scumbags, not scum call and to and I feel bad for scumbags when I call them scumbags. It's, it's, it's like, I have to apologize to scumbags because scumbags, they get the raw, they get a raw rap. You must have somewhere to put your scum so scumbags are a utilitarian thing. You need scumbags. So really to call a, tr- a Trump, a Republican, and, and any of them, to call them scumbags is to honor them. Because what do Republicans do? What do they bring to the table? What do they offer? It's not like they're, they want to get in office so they can c- continue doing a great job. They are fucking killing us. They don't want to do the job. They want to do the... Oh, you know the job they want to do? They want to put the last nail in the coffin of the American middle class, of the American experiment, so they can get to the point where, like in Russia, where you have a president who never, ever, 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 ever has to face a challenger a political challenger and then all of a sudden he wins by 99% of the vote how odd i mean i'm tired and then let's get back let's let in in the context of this rambling rant
2: let to tell you about it's and it goes like this we'd fed the heart on fantasy the heart grown brutal with the fair more substance in our enmity than in our love. Basically, <laughs> they have fed their conspiracy.
1: Okay, do you want to know why I flipped the f out? That's why. Put this whole rant in context. More enmity in our enmity. Shut the fuck up, Jim Cain.
2: I have to tell you about Mitch McConnell. There's a great line of poetry of WB Yeats, and it goes like this. We'd fed the heart on fantasy, the heart grown brutal with the fair, more substance in our enmity than in our love. Basically, they have fed their conspiracy addled um, followers in many cases with these fantasies.
1: Are you kidding me? We had fed the heart on fantasies. Yeah, where's the whole poem? Wow, that's so deep, Tim Kane. We had fed the heart on fantasies, the heart grown brutal from the fair, more substance in our enmities than in our love. All right. What? Excuse me, You did you know that there's a traitor squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes? Well, we fed the heart on fantasies. The heart grown pru- brutal from the fair. More substance in our enmities than in our love. All right. Wow. Oh, God, help me. Really? Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, people seem to be impressed on Twitter. They were like, wow, good... Um, Let's see, here's some of the reactions. I was like, are you kidding me? Not that I don't like poetry, I do. And I like taking classes in poetry, just like I liked taking classes in art history and art in general, because, and to tell you the truth, the reason I, I liked taking classes in um uh, in college, uh, about literature and poetry. I took a poetry class, not to write poetry, but to explore poetry and to have an expert unpack it. Then I got a better appreciation, sort of like when I took art history, because then you would put all of the art that you at one time thought, what the hell is that? I don't understand. But when you put it in context of it's time and everything else to me, it gave me an appreciation, a a wider appreciation. So I'm not a Philistine by any sense of the word at all, but I'm like, there is a time and a place for everything that was to me, um, I know it's nothing, it was 30 seconds on corporate media, but that's a precious 30 seconds. Give me 30 goddamn seconds with millions of eyeballs and ears who are listening and paying attention. Give me that 30 seconds. You know what I mean? You could use it because here's the thing. Um we know, uh, media, me, I say this, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling like maybe I'm wrong tonight. I'm not wrong though, but you tell me media is really the most important piece of the puzzle. Well, not the, I mean, it is, it really is. You could say it's not just, of course we need policy, and we need the uh, the people who are who run for office, who progressives, who are in positions to do something about the policy. But they will they have no hope. There's no chance in hell of them being in any way, shape, or form effective or doing anything if th- we don't have the message, the media is really the most important piece of the pie here. This is why. Do you understand? This is the media. Rush Limbaugh, Fox News. Go back further. How did Hitler come to power? Mein Kampf. That was his, his manifesto. The media. He was a great speaker. Quote, unquote. Great, of course. They understood that. He would give passionate speech because people, that's what people respond to. You want to connect with people, with your message. It's also why any autocrat, what do they do? The first thing they do is they shut down the media. That's the first thing Trump did to devalue media. To devalue truth. To say that's not true. I got the truth. What you're see he actually said that what you're seeing and hearing is not the truth. I'll tell you what the truth is. So media is important. That's why they want to legislate against it and regulate it. This is why they want, they're coming for the internet and also another reason why I voted for Joe Biden, because all of that matters. You know that Joe Biden will not put somebody in charge of the SEC that wants to destroy the internet, that wants to um, hand it over to corporate entity. This is what happened with with television. We don't remember, maybe maybe you do. I don't know. But in order, I know this because I worked in public access TV. That was my first job. In television was working for public access, but I also I used to make TV shows for public access. This is years ago when I was young, and when uh, that's what my friends and I did for fun. When other people I don't know what kids were doing, getting drunk at the beach or whatever, I was getting drunk in the in the public access studios. So, and making TV shows and whatnot. And then I got a job teaching classes in video production for the um, teaching members of the community had to make tv shows and whatnot so like so uh, retired people there were a lot of um, older people who wanted to learn how to make their own tv shows they took a class and i was the teacher so things like that but the point is As far as public access, the reason public access, and I think it's changed now, I haven't really kept up with it, but the reason there was something called public access was because there were, um, it was a a compromise between government and the cable companies. So the cable companies, because there was no more competition. So when you go to certain towns, now this has changed because of, technology so i'm sure public access is uh the laws and the rules about public access have have also changed but in the in the beginning they were um public access was created as a um a gift not a gift but as a concession to the community so in order for the cable company to have a monopoly on on the area Right, on the in certain communities, they had to give back to the communities by giving the community access to the channels and the same um, reach as the big corporations. So that's public access. They didn't do it because they, f- they felt generous. These big companies weren't like, hey, you know, it will be fun. If will not it be great... A, a real community service if we give the people a platform get let them sh- tell their stories on the on the same airwaves as uh, and have the same reach as potential reach of course as fox or msnbc or cnn but they did it because government said you want to have a monopoly You have to give back to the people. So, uh, you know, they, it's what's going on with the internet now is what I see what happened with um, cable. So now the internet is, well, not now. We, We know Ajit Pai and the right wingers, despite democracy of course right another example of how they hate democracy and they hate the people and they're all about concentrating wealth and power they understand that the internet is uh it's like the wild west in a way it's no holds barred people who go to terror buster on youtube or whatever uh it's terror buster on youtube is available so is MSNBC on YouTube, so is CNN, Fox News blah blah blah. It's not tiered off, you're not this is that's the free and open internet, which is why the Republicans wanted net neutrality and they were successful. So in regardless of whether the millions of Americans rallied and organized and got together and got, and during the public comment period, said, We want a free and open internet. What happened? This filthy bastard, Ajit Pai, was appointed, a, a former Comcast lobbyist, and he destroyed net neutrality. Of course, lying and fake comment, all the fake comments that he had. Uh, put into the commentary all the positive oh yes we want we want um we want you to destroy net neutrality and all the misinformation and time that they spent confusing people saying oh you don't want government interfering with your internet (laughs) yeah yeah you want give it all to corporations right because when you have something to say to a corporation, they just love their hearing from you, don't they? You, little you. Whereas if you have a problem now with uh, the FCC, or it's supposed to be you can go lobby your government. Try lobbying private corporations. Uh, you'll find your ass in jail, right? If you show up at their offices like these fil- filthy fascists show up with their M16s in government buildings. You know, so that's... The point is that they're trying to... This is why they're trying to destroy net neutrality. Now, we have a shot of getting it back. They did destroy it. Of course, nothing... It didn't. It's not like a light switch. The corporations aren't... They're crafty. They're not going to all of the sudden change everything overnight because they know that you won't tolerate that it will be slow and like the frog in the boiling pot and now that we have joe biden we hope that we will get our net neutrality rules restored and therefore we won't have to um pay a tiered whatever so the the way that they're setting up what Without net neutrality, the internet would be like cable. So forget your public access channels. You won't have public access. It will. The internet will just be another place where big corporations pay the buku bucks to get their message out. And you, little, little peon, will open up your mouth like a baby bird and say more, more, more. And that's about it. You know what I mean? They hate democracy. It's the bottom line. So this is why what we do and your support for the liberal media and doing the show, it's not only important, it is what's going to make the difference in whether we are successful or if we fail. Without this message, we will fail. You absolutely know it. This is why the, the, the Mercer family and all of those right wing billionaires they fund. they fund the, uh, the right wing talkers. But okay. Where, where are you? I'm looking for you guys. Because I saw some super chats. I want to say thank you, Stephen Lee for your super chat. Let them chuck on their own human bile. yes. Mark C, thank you for your super chat. Mark C writes, a small token of our profound appreciation. Tara, keep going. Thank you. You keep going too. And Haiku, thank you, Haiku. Haiku's little emoji says, keep it up. I will try. So, all right. Yes, Stephen Lee says, they found a way to sell airtime with advertising. So I'm not sure about, because I haven't been in, in the public access realm. For a long time. I'm not sure what happened to public access. Uh, Public access to what the laws are now. Is it still around? Yeah, it must be. How to get on. So, let's see. Anyway, let's not go down that rabbit hole. But, a couple of things. Of course, we wanted to talk about Trump as a traitor. And that's it. We don't need to quote Yates or... Uh, I mean, come on. All right, let me roll it back a little. I am sorry. What the... F- Why? What was the point? Did I miss it? Was that something profound and I missed it when he quoted Yates... Of uh, comparing Yeats to or saying oh it reminds me of a poem by Yeats." they're more enmity than love or something was that did that, that somehow reach people and i missed it because i'm just too too much of a cynic because to me i was like what this is why they hate us no, none. I don't care if they hate us. If they hate us, we're doing it correct. But this is why... It's, it's like they play right into the whole um, arugula eating. Not that that is anything, frankly. It's another way to divide us. But it just see, stinks of... Out of touch. We have, um, we have people on bread lines. We are... The COVID capital of Earth. We have... uh, I I can go on. The American people are living check to check. We are... uh, Whatever. We're in the middle of a coup. It's not the time to pontificate on poetry. Because I don't really think it it was uh, so profound anyway. It was sort of like, oh, I got this quote in my head. Let me... I think I'll sound real smart, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too goddamn cynical. But here's the thing. Okay, another thing. We're go- we're going around and around in circles. I know. The, I need to focus. Let's. One thing that, of course, Republicans they want to get, want to make sure that we are. Focus on the right thing. Like yesterday, oh, was this, this this morning? Actually, now that I'm saying this, they were all while the the recording came out of Twitler saying, "Hey, I I just need a couple of hundred thousand, not even a hundred thousand. I need about fifteen thousand votes. That's it. Can't you give me those votes? You're a Republican. You should want to do it. He he's." Cheating. Stealing the election. Um, but re- the right-wingers wanted us to know what was important. And that was on the Senate floor. Amen. The priest. Oh, no, not the Senate. The Congress? Well, it doesn't matter. A prayer to open the 117th Congress was ended by amen and a woman, who fucking cares, you see, Here, yeah, let's see, a man and a woman, and the republicans, because they're supposed to be so religious, we ask it in the name religious. of the
5: monotheistic God,
1: Brahman, Monotheist. and God
5: known by many names, by many different faiths, a
0: man and a woman, We ask it in the name of the...
1: So what? A man and a woman. So what? He's taking poetic license. He's making a point. But, like for the uh, Washington Examiner, they all got up in a... they, they They went nuts on the right wing, wherever, the cesspools where they swim. Because we have to keep focused on what's important, you see? In the, in the, with, well, what's important to the American Taliban. Who cares? A man and a woman. He's making a point. Everybody's like, oh, uh, it's from the Hebrew. It means, uh, I don't even know, whatever, God is... So be it or something. Who cares? Now the people who don't know when when to use Y-O-U-R and Y-O-U apostrophe R-E are lecturing us about linguistics. <laughs> linguistics. And I can't talk. But as long as we have our priorities straight, yeah, it doesn't matter that... How many Americans are sick? let's see, I keep asking it keeps. I think it's, let's see how many, how many have COVID in USA? Let's get the stats. COVID stats around the world. let, 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 let let's see. Oh, look at those. So much COVID, we're number one, we're number one, we're number one. Damn it. Three hundred and fifty two thousand deaths and counting 20 million. I thought it was more than that. I thought it was more like 40 million. Oh, well, it'll get there. What's your hurry? You see how fucked up this country is, guys? Because, listen, listen. The reason I brought the amen and a woman thing, it's another example of Republicans. They don't give a crap about God, amen, a woman. All focused on the semantics. Just like they call themselves patriots. They love waving the flag, but they have no idea what it means. Really, they might as well use that flag as a blindfold because that's the extent of it. That's the extent of their patriotism. It doesn't extend past their own eyelashes unless they're looking in a mirror. They don't know what it means to be a patriot. So wave that flag, jerk off into the flag, hug it, hump it, do it publicly, sort of like The way you're like, amen, oh, amen is derived, it is from, it's the Hebrew term for so be it, or who cares? Can't you see he was making a point? But how about you get that outraged about the 350,000 dead? Or how about you get outraged about the traitor who has dictator envy like we've no, like nobody's ever seen who's actively soliciting st- the secretaries of state to steal an election while you're out there whining about a stolen election because to them it is stolen you get it it is stolen because black people voted and in republican world in the conservative world where men are men and women say amen and you can storm the whatever your state capital with m16s because you're freedom you don't want to wear a mask freedom because you that's what meaning that's what being a patriot means never having to give a shit about anybody else but yourself that's what patriotism means in bizarro land in right wing bizarro world where traitors are real heroes patriots where draft dodgers are heroes where tax cheats are the greatest Americans who ever lived thank God for Donald Trump where everybody knows their place that's where that's what it means. Being a patriot in right wing bizarro world means never having to give a shit about anybody else but yourself. But you know how to say amen. You say amen, goddammit. You know you're a rugged individualist, except when somebody goes individualist and says amen and a woman, you will. You have a goddamn heart attack. You run and cling. You, you run into the arms of your tax-cheating, draft-dodging, treasonous con man. Save us. Save us, Fiora They said a man and a woman. Which might give women... A, they might get them too uppity. It's not a man and a woman. It's a man... And those men better know, they better be cis men. They better have the, the XY chromosome and their peepees better be encased in the proper attire and go to the proper restroom. Because that's what it means to be a rugged individual in the right-wing bizarro world, where I get giving it, not giving a shit about anybody else but yourself is patriotism. Where being a traitor, trying to overturn an election is patriotism. And I don't know. Dodging the draft makes you a real uh, supporter of the military. Well, and tax cheating, too. Not uh, uh, supplying the troops, not paying your part so the troops can have proper equipment. That also makes you a hero in right-wing bizarro world. God, these people. So that's what I say. Bye. Good night. Get lost. Take Mitch McConnell. Take traitor treater, tre- treasonous tw- Twitler and get the fuck out. You can have him. Have your con man. We're, f- forget the vaccine. You know, who needs to really facilitate our the logistics of a vaccine rollout when you can lie about it and just say yeah we're gonna have two million vaccinated by january 4th that's it that's all you gotta do you don't even have to fucking do it it's good like that it's good to be the king when you don't give a shit when you're not trying all you gotta when you know the art of the deal baby yeah, oh hey, you're a Republican. You should be able to give me these stolen votes. You should be able to steal the election for me. Because that's what it means. I um, There's not enough death, you see. You're a Republican. Only 20 million have the virus. You should want it to be 40 million by this time. It's sort of like Trump... Trump University, who actually needs to learn anything? How could you learn something from a fucking loser anyway? But that's beside the point. Who needs to provide a service for for a product? Because you, when you got bullshit, who actually needs to get... Do we really need to get the vaccine rolled out? I mean, the, uh, like Twitler said, only it happens to virtually nobody v- virtually nobody gets the virus even though you know there are zero uh, <laughs> standing room only occupancy there's zero icu beds left but virtually nobody and th- and by that by virtually nobody gets the virus or dies from the virus that's what he said virtually nobody dies From the virus, meaning he's really he's he's speaking truthfully to him. Nobody. It's only a bunch of nobodies who die. It's not him. He didn't die. So, your granny died. Your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, they died. Virtually nobody. They're nobodies. Nobody. As long as he don't have to die. I mean, he had the best socialized medicine yeah who needs a, who needs a vaccine when you can just fucking lie about it? Who needs to roll it out? Oh, you gotta go who needs to break a sweat? Making the phone call, you know, doing the deals. I thought he was a deal maker, but oh, it's like I want to make the best deals. I'm so greedy, greedy, greedy. Remember what he said? I'm so greedy my whole life I've been so greedy, greedy, greedy.
2: I don't feel good about turning down money because my whole life I've been greedy, greedy, greedy. I've grabbed all the money I could get. I'm so greedy.
1: What a pig. Even though I don't mean to insult pigs, okay? Pigs are good. Pigs add to the world. They have sacrificed for human sustenance. They have contributed to medicine, science, to life. So no offense to pigs. I am very sorry. They're charming and intelligent. Not like, not like Twitler. They really are charming and intelligent. And if you meet a pig, you won't eat a pig. But that's another story. I'm, I I can't stand it. This is why, guys. What am I going to say? You know what I'm going to say right now. Your support of the liberal media is is what's going to save this country. I am not being overblown and hyperbole or whatever. I'm not exaggerating. But without a liberal media, we're done. We'll get we'll get to hear some yates. More enmity than love. The fuck? We had fed our hearts on fantasies. The hearts grown brutal from the fair. More substance in our enmities than in our love. Okay. Wake me up when we get to the revolution. We all know who Twitler is. Oh, apparently he's having a rally right now. And I'm sure... See, I hope that... See, here's what's so... Oh, wait. Sorry. Hold on. Suddenly, there's a ad blaring in my ears. Get the fuck out of here. Um... I... It, this is what's so disturbing besides everything else, is that without the pandemic, he might actually have won. Without being a complete and utter disaster. He is, he's is he been a disaster from the jump. Even though, I, well, with everything. Because the way that it's set up, this country, and this is another reason why the liberal media is... Is vital. This is the liberal media. You're looking at it. Is that we have to get the word out that it's it's not democracy. It's not it's not just unfair. It is um, it's unsustainable to have. If we want to have a functioning society, we can't be under the thumb of the tyrannical minority. They're not meant to be the majority. They're not meant to be. Um, in the leadership positions they could have been but they have no interest in that we want to have a modern functioning society that works for the 320 million plus who live here the diverse population we don't we're not all rugged individuals like like right wingers and by that i mean there are a lot of individuals because there's no rugged individual in the right wingers. Because try being an individual in the right wing. And they got something for you. Like, I was thinking this, actually. We I always think this, though, all the time. Oh, another time I was thinking this. How, like, for example, if you're a rugged individual, then why do you have, like, for example, gay... Um, conversion therapy you don't see that happening you don't see democrats doing that progressives when children when they they have a child and the child grows up and says i'm gay you don't see normal people dragging their child to hell by putting them through this conversion bullshit therapy oh you only see that on the right Doing this therapy, so-called therapy, that doesn't work. That all it does is make people want to kill themselves. But that's conservatism in a nutshell. You know, that's your rugged individuals there. They're so individual. These are the same people who, when a child was born not too long ago, if the child was left-handed, they would make them right with their right hand. In fact, Ronald Reagan, St. Ronald Reagan was um, born a lefty and they made him they forced so it wasn't that long ago i mean it was like in this people are alive today that had to endure that that bullshit that's your rugged individuals for you cuz riding with the left hand is of the devil don't you know you got to be the those are rugged individuals don't you get it? If you're different somehow, they got to do, got to beat the sameness into your brain. They want to, who cares if you want to kill yourself? You better just be the same. You don't see that happening with normal people. Normal people have a baby that's a left handed baby. They don't, they're not like, hey, we better tie that baby's hand down and make it a righty, because that's a devil's hand. Really? they And they... That's your rugged individuals? That's conservatives? Am I wrong? I never heard progressives. I'm sure. I'm not saying that there are no homophobic progressives or no stupid progressives, but as the spiritual axiom goes, although all... Oh, okay, although all conservatives are not stupid and regressive and demon-haunted, all, uh, all of the stu- stupid, regressive, and demon-haunted morons are conservatives. Right? Right? You, that's all you got to do. Test it. Test the axiom. And then you know. They have no idea, but they're so—they are courage. courage. They're um, so—they're full of courage. They have—they walk around packing heat. There was—I just saw this ad. Here it is. Oh no! Here's a couple of things. One of these dumb bitches, these right wing dumb bitches. Well, (laughs) I repeat myself. I know. Um, she wanted to wear, she put out an ad, wait, where she's wearing, she's all pro-gun. She owns a pro-gun restaurant, a, a gun-themed restaurant, because she's a sick person. Wear a gun on, in, and in Washington, because there's a lot of political figures walking around, they have gun rules, well, it's just like you can't con- you can't open carry here in New York. But she put out an ad how she's all she, she's got the courage to defy laws. Here it is. Let's see if I can find it. No, that's the COVID cases. Come on, man. Let me see. Why can't. Alright, we'll do it like this. Where is it? Alright, here we go.
5: I'm Lauren Bober, and I approve this message.
1: Cut! Right. Cut. Gotta get my gun! <laughs> Cause I'm a. Coward?
5: I'm Lauren. I'm a newly elected. And I'm a dumb bitch. Colorado. Even though I now work in one of the most liberal cities in oh, America, wow. I refuse to give up my rights, especially my Second Amendment rights.
1: Well, that's the only right you think that we all have: Second Amendment rights. She can't explain what the Second Amendment is, except I—I I don't know if she understands um, the whole concept of a well-regulated militia. What part of well-regulated militia includes a dumb bitch open-carrying in the streets of a city where political figures are, are walking around when this dumb bitch is basically advocating violence? I will carry my Glock carry my to my Congress.
5: And in Congress, this caused <laughs> outrage from Democrats in the media. Why? It's our job in Congress to defend your rights, including your Second Amendment, and that's exactly what I'm here to do. Well, your right to DC,
1: right to have a decent—I don't know—home. Your right to a living wage. All that shit. That's all freedom. That's you're free to die, but her right to walk around with a gun and inspire other fucking morons to do the same. So we turn this country into an armed camp of morons where you can't go to a goddamn movie without being in danger of being shot dead or to a concert or to elementary school. How about kindergarten? You can't go to fucking kindergarten in the United States without some moron because of that bitch.
5: Of all places, we should be encouraged coward. to coward our rights. So forget what you hear in the fake news. Here are the Fuck real reasons you, why bitch. I choose to defend myself in our nation's capital. I am a woman and a mother of four. I choose Ugh, to defend God help us with all of the force the Constitution provides. DC is one of the top ten most dangerous cities in our
1: country. Yeah, dumb bitch, because you you and your right wing your your assault on the general welfare, divide and conquer strategy. If that's a dangerous city, how about we uh, lift up all boats? When they say lift up all boats, Republicans, they refer to funneling more money into the arms of the rich. But I've always understood it as building a society from the ground up. Leaving no one behind, you know, so we have not, we don't have bad neighborhoods and good neighbors. We don't have bad schools and good schools. We don't have good healthcare and bad healthcare. Everybody in, nobody out. No, but she creates a society where she has to walk around thinking like, oh, this is uh, her right to walk around with a fucking firearm against your fellow Americans. You see? Because we're all supposed to be enemies with each other. And these are the people who um, we're going to find common ground with, right? They don't have the ability to go to the grocery store without packing a, a, a fucking firearm. My 90-pound my granny walked around her whole life all different places she went shopping she went she went t- everywhere she walked down a street like this bitch she walked next to a garage door just like this idiot and she never had to pack a goddamn gun it's too bad she's passed on maybe she could give a seminar to right wingers on how to be courageous but cur- they're not courageous they're cowards and they're dragging us down. I'm um, also listen. This is why, of course, the show. All right, we know. How come we don't hear on um, on media, on corporate media, whatever, when they say my Second Amendment right? What fucking part of of a uh, well-regulated militia don't they understand? Why do they all exclude? they know the second amendment where's the well regulated part well regulated well regulated say it with me well regulated how is this bitch walking around with a gun in spite of the regulations protecting our well regulated militia I hate them you see what they do to this country. They make it into uh, the laughing stock, the sick capital of Earth, the disease capital of Earth, where we have communities that are that, that are uh, worse. Yeah, you know, we've had UN ex- inspectors coming into poor communities saying uh, they haven't seen the likes of this in a so-called developed nation, the kinds of fucking poverty we have in this country because of her and and the people like her. Because they are they, they think about their second amendment. That's the only thing they ever think of. But they don't know, they don't they don't think about the whole goddamn Second Amendment. I don't get what part of well-regulated is, um, don't they get, don't they understand? Well-regulated, everybody, well-regulated, well-regulated. Join the National Guard, bitch. That's your well-regulated militia. I'm sick of them oh, we all believe in our Second Amendment. Now, that this is in my mind. I'm hearing Democrats now going, we all value the Second Amendment. We all, we protect the Second Amendment. And then the Democrats will go out there and go, I like duck hunting. <laughs> like, fuck off. How about you give a shit and explain hey and say i'm not pandering about the second amendment you want to walk around with an m16 join the national guard what part of well-regulated militia don't you understand then get out of my face that's what they have to do and enough pandering how's the pandering working out for you right wingers how's it going i mean uh, right wing democrats how's it going remember john Kerry? i'm going duck hunting i love killing like the next person just like you i love killing and hunting and cutting up and and pulling out all the entrails and then i eat it up and yum yum eat it up it's american i kill it i do it i want to die i want to make something dead like the next person Like the next Patriot. I will never, ever, ever not stop. I will always protect your Second (gasps) Amendment. Sure. Join the well-regulated militia. You want to play with your fire on? You dumb coward. You coward. Coward. That's who she is. She's a coward. Repeat after me. Well-regulated. Coward. Well-regulated militia. Coward. Well-regulated militia? Coward. You want to join the National Guard? Go for it. Otherwise, you and your... 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 Your stupid ignorant F- pantomime of freedom? You're not free, bitch. You're not helping freedom. You're turning the country into a shithole. You are the shithole. You're the shithole keeper. You think that you're free? This You're helping this country? Nah, they don't care. She's another bitch oh yeah I could say that cause I'm a bitch too and I don't but I don't pull any punches with these fuckers I'm not gonna sit here and quote Yates when the filthy fascists have their, their corruption their disease clutches around our national neck good go you wanna f- walk around in your shitty Tennessee swampland go Get out. Secede already. Please take your con man with you. We can have democracy. Okay, if, they, if you get attacked, like nobody gives a shit, nobody would attack you. Please. They don't want what you have. I know you're in your mind. You're a bunch of legends in your own mind. All the rugged individuals. You're not individual. These are people that They come up with even though, for example, the gay uh, conversion therapy has been. Let's see, what is it? Gay conversion. I'm just looking up conversion therapy. Republican. Because Republicans, wasn't isn't that something Mike Pence? Because he needed some of that, he thought. Because he, he wanted to be able to make love to mother without thinking of uh, a nice hard XY chromosome. So he wanted to make sure that gay conversion therapy Yeah, was federally funded. Mike Pence supported the use of federal funding to treat people Seeking to change their sexual behavior. And it's not... Oh, doesn't that... What behavior... What do you give a shit? What two consenting adults do, you fucking... uh, Rugged individual. I fucking hate them. Excuse me, I'm cursing a lot. Really? Unreal. There's your rugged individual. Federal funding to treat people seeking... Oh, that sounds... Well, what if they wanted to fuck a hamster? Well, that's a different story. That's not a legal act, is it? That's not two consenting adults. You son of a bitch. But that's who they are. It doesn't matter if gay conversion therapy is one of the... Many, and it goes on the list of the many, many things human beings, conservatives, have done to Earth and fellow human beings throughout history, for time immemorial, going back to the goddamn primordial ooze. I am sure as soon as somebody stepped out of the ooze, they were like, get back in here. As soon as a progressive, one, a pro- progressive amoeba, was getting away. But these rugged individuals, they come up with all manners of tortures to make you the same. Make sure you're just like them. And if you're different, and you you realize somewhere along the line, you're not changing. Even though their ancient book of fables, they pick out, they pick and choose what they want to make. Uh, to shove down your throat. They don't pick and choose anything that makes them a better person or or this place a better place to live, like love your neighbor as yourself, do unto others, care about other people. Don't be a complete right-wing freak. Don't be a bastard. No. They have to come up with if you're if you're you try try to be, live this limited lifespan and you realize I I can't be I'm not like I'm not a heterosexual like Mike Pence I'm not I know I'm not like him I know that he loves women all day all night he makes beautiful sweet love as God intended I I, I, I can't be like Mike Pence. But if you have the courage to jump out and live your life in this this blip of time and say, fuck it, I'm not going to play the game anymore. I'm going to live my authentic life. Mike Pence has got something for you. It, it's called gay conversion therapy. And by the time he's done with you, you're going to be as sick as and twisted as he is. And you might want to even kill yourself. And maybe you will. Because that's what conservatism does to human beings. When conservatives get control, despite receiving fewer votes, they yeah, suddenly the society breaks out in suicides. Oh, yeah, that's not me saying that. Let's see, conservative. Because they don't know what it means to be human. That's what they think. They think that being religious means you say amen, not a woman. You say amen, motherfucker, and go about your business being a prick. You say amen. That's the way God wants it. They got some sick-ass God. They really do work for some sick-ass god. Their god is a tiny little bitch. A little fragile little bitch who doesn't care about who's on a bread line. Doesn't care. Love. Togetherness. Unity. Doing unto other. My brother's keeper. No, no, no. They want to know if you masturbate. That's their sick god. He knows all the mysteries of the universe. But all he cares about is, did you touch your peepee? You can't do that. No, no, no. And you better say amen. Not a woman. And you better wave that flag while not wearing a mask. Don't fucking wear a mask. Save somebody else's life. Wait, you mean somebody might not prematurely die by the simple act of wearing a mask? Oh, no, no. You're you're an individual, right? There's no conversion therapy for being a sociopathic douchebag, is there? Conservatives, maybe you might want to try that. Fucking fuckers. Let me see, Cons- uh... Conservatives? And suicide rate. Mm-hmm. Suicide rights? Yep. Here we go. Well, this is a political- Not a political, a uh... A paper, a psychological paper, morality and political climate. How suicide rates have risen during periods of conservative government. Look at that. It's a very. Well, let me see. I haven't read this before. It's from the Epidemiology and Community Health Journal by M. Shar D. Doring and G. Davy Smith. This is the summary. Do conservative governments make people want to die? The paper by Page and colleagues adds to a growing literature that considers the effect of political environment, whether in the point of view of which regime holds power or considering in more detail the proportion of population voting for particular parties, and morality in this case the specific cause of death in question is suicide and the paper thus adds to a long tradition of research in sociology and epidemiology on factors beyond the individual that influence societal rates of suicide the findings by page and et al suggests a dose response of true Effects such that during the 20th century, this is uh, this is an academic paper. That's why it's written like this. The presence of conservative governments at both state and federal level in Australia were associated with si- higher suicide rates. Crucially, the effect is strongest when both levels of government are conservative, and adjusted relative risks of suicide of 1.17 for men and 1.40 for women compared with years of administration by both state and federal labor governments. What can we infer from the findings of this study? The best societal conditions to minimize suicide rates are as follows. Have both a state and federal labor regime, economic stability, be at war control the availability of sedatives and avoid drought so of course this is taking place in australia so however the implications of these results for reducing population suicide are unclear the controlling of sedatives is perhaps the most easy to implement well, i guess we can't go on the whole thing but that's an academic paper. Let me find. They, I'm thinking of. There's another. Okay, suicide r- links to rates of gun ownership and political conservatism. Residents of the states with the highest rates of gun ownership, of course, that makes sense. As if, of course, suicide rates go up and households that own guns, because when you're in the middle of a suicide, if a depressive episode where you're suicide, what is it called? Suicide ideation. And you make that, you take that, you have the availability of a gun. You make the mistake of making permanent Uh, of applying a permanent situation to a temporary situation. So, let's see. Uh, Gun ownership and political conservatism are at greater risk of suicide than those in states with less gun ownership and less political conservative leanings. Uh, These are studies. Okay. Well, here's an article from 2013 conservatives and suicide studies suggest link between republicans and suicide a recent study out of the university of california discovered that there may be a link between suicide gun ownership and political conservatism published in february in the february issue of society excuse me social psychiatry and psychiatric epidemiology the study found that states with high level of firearm availability and proclivity towards political conservatism tended towards greater rates of suicide. Yes, 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 yes. That's because you're on your own, boo-boo. And that's not how human beings were made. Well, here's another one. There's a more recent article from Common Dreams. It says, Why is America's suicide epidemic hitting Trump's base so hard? This is from Common Dreams in June of 2019 by Rajan Meehan, or Menon, excuse me. We hear a lot about suicide when celebrities like Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade die by their own hand. Otherwise, it seldom makes the headlines. That's odd, given the magnitude of the problem. In 2017, 47,173 Americans killed themselves in that single year. In other words, the suicide count was nearly seven times greater than the number of American soldiers killed in Afghanistan and Iraq wars between 2001 and 2018. A suicide occurs in the United States roughly every 12 minutes. What's more, after decades of decline, the rate of self-inflicted deaths per 100,000 people annually has been increasing sharply since the late 90s. Suicides now claim two and a half times as many lives in America as do homicides, even though the murder rate gets so much more attention. In other words, we're talking about a national epidemic of self-inflicted death. Anyone who's lost a relative or friend to suicide, has worked on a suicide hotline, as I have, or has worked on a suicide hotline, knows that statistics transform the individual, the personal and indeed the mysterious aspects of that violent act. Why this person? Why now? Why in this manner? into depersonalization abstractions. Still, to grasp how serious the suicide epidemic has become, numbers are a necessity. Since 2008, the suicide has ranked 10th among the causes of death in the United States. For Americans between ages of 10 and 34, however, it comes in second. For those between 35 and 45, fourth. The United States also has the ninth highest rate in the 38-country organization for economic cooperation and development, which is pretty goddamn sad. Globally, it it ranks 27th. More importantly, the trend in the United States doesn't align with what's happening elsewhere in the developed world. The World Health Organization, for instance, reports that Great Britain, Canada, and China all have notably lower suicide rates than the United States, as do all but six countries in the European Union. Only Japan's is slightly lower. World Bank statistics show that worldwide the suicide rate fell from 12.8 for 100,000 in 2000 to 10.6 in 2016. It's been falling in China Japan, where it has declined steadily for nearly a decade, and most of Europe, and even countries like South Korea and Russia that have significantly higher suicide rates in the United States. In Russia, for example, has dropped nearly 26%. We know a fair amount about patterns of suicide in the United States. In 2017, the rate was highest for men the rates in rural counties almost double in the most urbanized ones, which is why states like Ohio, Idaho, I mean, excuse me, states like Idaho, Kansas, New Hampshire, and North Dakota sit atop the suicide list. Furthermore, a higher percentage of people in rural states own guns, leading to a higher suicide rate. I don't know why I started talking about this, but I guess we needed to. There are gender-based differences as well, but here, here, this is an article from 2019. It's not that old. The point is, conservative go- governance and government is an aberration. To it's it's not okay. What's that old saying? War is not healthy for children and other living beings. I say conservatism republicanism is not healthy for human beings and we have we have the proof i can't imagine what kind of suicide rates we're going to have to deal with this year or last year 2020 this abhorrent it's not just the the fact that we it's the whole package living in this country where you're treated like shit. And especially if you have mental illness or you're depressed, how could you not be depressed in a country that doesn't give a shit about you, where you are told it's not the system that is the problem. It's you that everywhere is your enemy. The American people are at each other's throats. It's I don't oh, okay. I do talk about loathing Republicans, but because they're the problem, they need to be sh- named and shamed. These are the people that don't give a shit that um <laughs> about Sandy Hook. They're the ones that say your dead child don't doesn't change my right to own a gun. So. When you have, remember the, um, the horrific New Zealand mosque massacre? Uh, all it took was one, one massacre, and they changed their gun laws. Here in the United States, we get bitches like that bitch who's walking around saying... I'm not listening to local regulations, to the well-regulated regulations. I'm going to walk through Congress with my gun, and nobody's going to stop me. Because everybody who's, it's the most, it's the, one of the excuses in the end was, it's, Um, D.C. is the most, da- one of the most dangerous places. That's who we are, right? Can't trust, you. you know what she's saying. DC, you know who lives in DC? A lot of people with darker pigment live in DC. So that's the wink, wink, nod, nod. Read between the lines. But anyway, I'm not going to read the whole article. This is a very long article. So the point is suicide rates, and they've done other studies. It is not, it's not an aberration. It's not a one-off Whoever does the study, they continue to go back to it. They re-examine the numbers. Suicide rates go up under conservative government. I mean, here's another one. 2002, from The Guardian of the UK, suicide rates rise under Tory rule. I'm sorry. That's just the fact. Doesn't matter. It's all about, I got mine sucks to be you we're not in this together make the rich richer everybody else disappear behind the walls of your gated communities and then they run this fake bullshit about their religion when they all well, their religion is another cudgel they use to beat people up with it's not about bringing people together Yes, um, say amen. Oh, yeah, because that's what Jesus really gives a shit about. All right, we got some more st- We got more shit to talk about. Thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. Ow, I have to put my leg up. Guys, guys, guys. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. All right? What else? What else? Yes, all right. As we were saying, Trump promised millions of vaccinations by the end of the year. But, of course, after the promise to vaccinate 20 million Americans by the end of 2020, little more than 4 million vaccines have been administered. Of course, who needs to really roll out a vaccine when you can lie about it? All right, another thing. What was I, what else I wanted to talk about? Couple of things. Well, all right, I can't help myself. You know that Megan McCain <laughs> was she joined the rejoin the view. She was back on the view today and I didn't know this it wasn't like I was waiting with bated breath, but all of a sudden, I do watch monitor Twitter throughout the day to see what's going on. And all of a sudden, Megan McCain was trending. And guess what? I can't... I'm, I'm really shocked. She, she was having a baby. That's why she was uh, out on leave. She had a baby. Guess what the baby's name is? You want to vomit? Liberty. Liberty. Oh, yeah. Liberty. Freedom! The freedom to inherit daddy's wealth tax-free. In the new American aristocracy. Freedom. Who gives a shit about what. Who would even care about Meghan McCain. Honestly. This is why I ask you to support the liberal media. I'm sorry. I know I bring it up. But I'm just. Case in point. Otherwise. Yeah, have fun with. Uh, Megan McCain. For the rest of your life. But. But here's so it's so annoying i'm gonna i'm trying to find the video she's found a new cause let me she's finally seen the light here we go
5: and uh sunny i you know i've been keeping up with sunny a lot we've been texting all the time she helped me when i had mastitis at two in the morning putting myself and here. you know you've been talking <laughs> to me all about new motherhood and it's been it's been
1: wonderful wonderful
3: it's it's been really fun um, to to share this journey with Megan. We we have been talking a lot and texting a lot. And one thing that that Megan and I um have been talking so much about is. Uh, the lack of paid maternity leave because I remember when I was a prosecutor there was no paid maternity leave and that was almost 20 years ago and other prosecutors really donated leave ah. to me to a leave bank so that I could spend more time uh, with Gabriel when he was born and and I know Megan you and I've been talking a lot about that yeah,
5: I when I gave birth, I actually had postnatal preeclampsia, and I was in the hospital for a week after on a magnesium drip, and it really, really kicked my butt, and I was planning on coming back to the show for the election um, in six weeks after I gave birth, and I was physically unable to. I was physically unable to come. I, I was having, um, as any woman who has experienced anything like that, I uh, had to have my husband and my mother-in-law help me do everything from shower to eat. It was deeply humbling and to help me take care of liberty, and the whole time I was thinking what a privilege it is to have this kind of of maternity leave and then that's what do you think
1: guys yet again a republican they only see the light when something affects them directly how big of you megan mccain do give a shit oh wow you had maternity leave now you can see notice how i never had a baby i never I, I, you know, one of those things I never did. I'm a lesbian, lesbian and les, les is and les was and les, but not that lesbians don't have babies, but you know what I'm saying? So, but still, I understood that we need paid maternity leave and family leave. You know what I mean? That's what it means to be a normal person. You know, I'm not the pinnacle of every, every of complete perfection, clearly. But most normal people, somewhat emotionally mature and somewhat not socio- sociopathic, understand that just because. You may not need a service, but because we're in this together, it makes sense for um, babies to bond with their mothers and fathers that there should be leave if we really are a family, uh, all about the family. Well, no, they're not, though. That's what it means to be a Republican. They only have to talk about it, just like Trump. You don't really have to win an election. You just got to say you won it. You don't really have to do the logistics or come up with the logistics of a vaccine rollout. You just got to say it. You just got to fucking bullshit it. Same thing with, with these right-wingers. You don't really have to put your money where your mouth is or, or really do your part it with your disgusting sociopathic party and who if any of them say i i don't see the need for maternal leave or or family leave then you you say what is wrong with you of course we need family leave because we're human beings and we're interdependent creatures and it's it matters we want to create a society you want to invest in society You want to invest in a society where mothers and children and fathers and children bond, and they have a stable upbringing. You want to create healthy adults who will be able to, who will have the emotional maturity to contribute to society, not like Republicans who are emotional cripples who walk around Washington, D.C., packing a loaded weapon thinking that look at me I'm free I'm so sick of these right wingers and now I'm sure she thinks she's a great humanitarian and nobody challenges her oh you finally get get with the ball game here i've had a baby so therefore Everybody who had a baby should be able to take some leave. Yeah. And it's not, what about ha- not having a baby? What about people who just get sick and need some leave? Where, wouldn't, shouldn't it, we have a society where you don't have to go on GoFundMe for medical care? And how about, shouldn't we have a society where we c- care for each other? instead, regardless of whether your daddy and your mommy had a lot of money and were able to, you were able to inherit that money tax-free thanks to the GOP tax scam to uh, that's rebuilding the American aristocracy. And that's your aristocracy, by the way, right there. The Donald Trump Juniors of the world, the Megan McCain's of the world, where we all have to listen to them, because their daddies and mommies gave them money, so they're better than us. It's unbelievable liberty you 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 sad, 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 sad fraud, liberty, you know nothing of liberty to 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 her liberty means. Like we were saying in the beginning of the show, liberty, freedom, freedom means liberty. I, I mean, I can't get past the liberty. I just, every time I say liberty, I want to vomit. Liberty means never having to give a shit about anybody else but yourself. That's what it means. You're rich. See, in Megan McCain's mind, I, I'm telling you, she actually believes that she's rich because she earned it she pulled herself up by her bootstraps and inherited daddy's fortune that were inherited and her mommy her mommy was very rich too no well her mommy had most of the money and then daddy that bankrolled daddy's political career and he made a career being a fake ass maverick while dragging us back to uh, back to the dark ages yeah, there. I, I I heard some right winger on TV today saying how he's a John McCain Republican. He's still a he still considers himself a Republican, but he's a John McCain Republican. Meaning what? What does that mean? John McCain, another. He was another self serving maverick. Oh, because well, thank you, John McCain, for going thumbs down and allowing the American people to still have Obamacare. But other than that, he set the groundwork for Twitler. So, as they all did
5: thought about it the more angry i got that there weren't women oh, in yeah. the rest of america that had the same kind of luxury that i had working here at the view and
1: then i realized
5: that conservatives in particular given that we are the family of
1: family or the sorry the party of family values you're not the party of family values though just like you're not the party of the vaccine you're the party of the sickness you're the party of hating the family just like you say you're the party of Jesus you hate Jesus yeah we're the party of family va- no you're the party of gay bashing we know that yes but that's not family values you hate family you don't make you. Uh, you're making it hard for people to have a decent middle class life sucking more money into the arms of people like you while not giving a shit about anybody else but yourself. You're not a family-oriented ideology or party in any any realistic manner. Oh, yeah, you could say. You could say your family uh, values. I mean, just like I could say I'm a goddamn runway model, I suppose. Doesn't mean it's true. You're not family. You don't you hate the family. You the one you're the party that separates babies from the arms of their mothers. You're the party that creates damaged human beings. You turn b- babies into damaged adults. Family Anything that has any anything to that will make a family, uh, I have an easier time in life. That's any family, uh, living wages. How about that? Eight-hour workday. How about that? How could you have a family when your mama and your daddy is out there working their three uniquely American low-paying jobs? I know in the Republican convention this year and uh, well, in other years too, they were, where's where's the one who was the one? Oh yeah. That their token, uh, person with darker pigment. Who's that? I think he's a Senator. That she, he's like, my mother worked three jobs to put me through whatever the hell, three jobs. And in between her three jobs, we, as if this is something we should be proud of. You should have said, my mother worked three jobs. That's why I decided to get into politics because nobody should work three jobs. If you're working three jobs, that means we're doing it wrong. Oh, here we are. Here, let me see. I don't know if this is working. Oh, it's not playing. If you're working three jobs, if we have a society where people have to work three jobs to make ends meet, that means that we failed.
0: Jack is an eight-year-old from Wisconsin who was struggling academically and socially in school. But Jack's mom, Sarah, who works three jobs to support her son, applied for Wisconsin's school choice voucher program.
1: Um, they boasted about that at the Republican convention. You hear the, the way his voice rises?
0: Jack's mom, Sarah, who works three jobs to support her son,
1: They're boasting about that. That's not even an embarrassment. Nobody said cut that part out when they were cutting this package where they were jerking each other off. Well, they're jerking off charter schools. Nobody said "Um, Jack's mom works three jobs. You're going to keep that in? Why are you boasting about that? That's not something that we should be proud of.
0: School. Jack's mom, Sarah, who works three jobs to support her son, applied for Wisconsin's school choice voucher program.
1: Wow. And strike,
5: and strike, 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 and strike until you have victory for every enemy. Who
1: works three jobs. Isn't that great? Americans working three jobs. (laughs) Uh-huh. Mm, I, you can see I got some new sound effects. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it should be. Okay, we'll do it again.
0: Jack is an eight-year-old from Wisconsin who was struggling academically and socially in school. Jack's mom Sarah, who works three jobs (laughs) to support her son, applied for Wisconsin's school choice voucher program.
1: You're kidding, man! You you gotta be! (laughs) Can you believe these Republicans? They got they think that that's something to boast about. (laughs) More like, (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, who works three jobs? All right, let's let me see. And, uh, Sunny,
5: I um, you know, women and families the capacity to grow in the way that we want and stop having this sort of like, you know, societal fracture that we're having. And a lot of arguments are made, it's because of the fracture that's happening at home and with families. We as conservatives have to come together and allow all women in this country, no matter where they're from or their socioeconomic class, the capacity to have what I just had, which wow. is three months <laughs> of bonding time and breastfeeding and healing from an emergency C section, which is what I had to
1: have and postnatal. Oh my God. This bitch is believing her own bull- bullshit she actually thinks this is making her a humanitarian yeah we've been way ahead of you honey and then she goes on okay Whoopi says yeah uh you know democrats have been for paid maternity leave for many years a
4: crisis Yep. Well, it's funny, we've been fighting for this for, for years, begging, <laughs> screaming, <laughs> mm-hmm. and people really? keep saying, we can't afford it, okay. we can't do this, we, can't. yeah, this is, you know, as far back as I can remember, people saying, you know, women have babies and you punish us, you say.
1: The entire, let me remember, guys, the entire world, every single country, but this fucking country has paid leave, paid, you get vacation, sick leave, health care, okay? Keep that in
4: mind. You only have this amount of time to do what you have to do. And, you know, whoever's been pushing back, it's almost as if they've never had kids or they had enough money to allow themselves to have the space that we need. And, And what needs to really happen is people need to recognize that there's, People are going to have babies. <clears throat> they're going to have babies prepared for them, not even, prepared for them. It's going And they're even gonna name those babies
1: Liberty, even though they got no clue about Liberty. I mean, how pathetic Liberty. She's everything about her screams that she is trying too hard. And that's Republicans in a nutshell. They have to try so that's why they wave the flag. Oh, look at me waving the flag while not understanding what it means, what the flag means, what the what it means to be a patriot. She's like trying too goddamn hard. Look, I'm for liberty. And that means, let's translate, I don't give a shit about anybody else but myself, but I had a baby that I named Liberty. And now I see, even though I spent my entire life on this platform that my daddy's name got me. Otherwise who the hell would give a shit about my sophomoric ill-informed political point of view? Who really cares about what Megan McCain thinks? She's, she's a clueless. I don't know. Trust fund Brett. She's not, it's, it, this is what makes me so mad about these right wingers well besides everything else is that they use their privilege she's not um, intellectually curious she didn't use her privilege to go study at Oxford or become a rude Scholar and learn or use her her uh, privilege to educate herself where did she get her education What does she know? She learned at the knee of Rush Limbaugh, like the rest of them. She's ill-informed, selfish, stupid. Sophomoric is, the name is really described, that's the word that describes her perfectly. Sophomoric meaning, uh, wise fool. A little bit of knowledge, and a big fucking mouth
4: happen. So why not try to help as many parents start off well with their children as opposed to suddenly having a child turn into a burden because you have to make a decision Can I get am I am I ready to go back to work? Can I go back to work? It doesn't matter. I can't afford not to go back to work. That should not be That should not be a place where anyone ever gets. And we've been talking about this for 20 years. Remember, this was one of Hillary Clinton's big, big, big things. Paid maternity, paid leave. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, you know, I'm sorry, Joyce, say, go ahead. The
3: the the Senate this year barely could squeeze out six hundred dollars to give people who need it. What makes you think that as long as Mitch McConnell's in charge of things,
1: yes. you know that this is
3: ever going to happen? Because and the Republicans, I think I'm like, sorry, Megan, but, I, but I it's think your because part. I
1: think now I've seen the light, I've had a baby, I am going to make this my cause, celebrity. No, because I had a baby, me, 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 the center of the universe. No, you know how it is, Republican, we don't see the light unless it affects us directly. Like if somebody doesn't vote, when when we say we're family, and then one of the strays, the right wingers, has a gay son, They come out, they didn't vote against our anti-gay family bill. Because we're all about the family, and that all that means is don't be gay. But then they say, well, I have a son that's gay. And then we're like, oh, I see. Okay, good. Now we understand. You're allowed, you, you get that pass because it affects you. Or your brother has a pre-existing condition, so your you will always protect pre-existing conditions. It only has to affect you. Different. It's like, like e pluribus unum, except in the opposite. That's what they should. They should get their own motto, not out of many one, but. Eh, I got mine. I got mine. That's it. That's all it is. I got, mine.
5: I got mine. I think much like prison reform, I think actually, actually, it's both parties. I did a lot of research. on Oh, this yeah.
1: I, 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 actually, it's both parties. I've done a lot of research. Well, name names. No, it's not because I did a lot of research on it, too. What Democrat doesn't support family leave? Anybody? My, I looked it up. She did a lot of research on it. But I think much
5: like. Uh, uh, actually, it's
3: both parties. The Senate this year barely could squeeze out $600 to give people who need it. What makes you hmm. think that, as long as Mitch McConnell's in charge of things, you know, that this is ever going to happen? Because and the Republicans, I think much I'm like, sorry, but
1: it's your party. Yeah, it's your party. She says, "Yes, but of course, Megan McCain. Uh-uh. she's like uh, Wonder Woman, with the def- deflecting reality. <laughs> no, 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 that's both parties. Even though it's not party both parties, both both, but I, now, I, Megan McCain. We, I have a million people watching me. And my stupid daughter, Liberty, that poor little bitch, she doesn't know how free she is. She has, she doesn't know that she has pulled herself up by her bootstraps out of my uterus and is set to inherit my fortune tax-free. She's a lucky baby. Not lucky. She worked for it. She did it all herself. She didn't need any help. She's self-made, rugged individual. Little Liberty, that's her name because she's free. Free to not have to care, not to to pay taxes so some taker doesn't have to go on GoFundMe for health care. How dare she, how dare that taker try to take... What Liberty worked for. It's hard coming out of that birth canal, especially me, because I've been walking around with my uterus clenched for the past 25 years. And how old am I? I don't remember. So it was very hard. It was a lot of work for Liberty to come into the world. And she came into the world... She didn't have anything. She had nothing. She worked for it all herself. I I did it herself, she said. And nobody's going to stand between liberty and her trust fund. And especially not a taker. A bunch of takers on a bread line who want health care for all. Thank goodness that the government created... The well, the research and development that taxpayers like me, even though I pay a lower tax rate than you, because of I well, I earned it. Even thank God for that. The, the on the internet there's a little thing called GoFundMe, and if you don't have health care, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and go on GoFundMe. No one's going to take Liberty's trust fund or tax it to the point where we can all have health care. How dare you, takers? Liberty earned it. She worked for it. She slid down my birth canal and into my waiting and loving arms in my private hospital room in the middle of the mansion. But I saw at least... I came to believe because I, me, had a baby that others might want to have a couple of days off when they had a baby because how could... I couldn't go back to work. I wanted to go back to work even though sitting on my Zoom call expressing my sophomoric opinions is not considered work on, on Tarabuster but who is that terror buster bitch anyway she doesn't even have a decent lighting gig going on she bought a green screen I don't see any green all I see is a bunch of green I see a green you everywhere I don't see a green screen (laughs) she doesn't have any makeup look at her hair She doesn't have somebody to come over and do her hair before Zoom calls. She doesn't have... She hasn't earned it. She hasn't... She didn't have a mother that... Well, she had a mother, but her mother was a nun. She didn't have a rich mother. So, clearly, she doesn't know what it means to work. And I must teach her the dignity of work. And that's why we're here. That's what the rich are here for, to teach the poor and the working class and the working poor in, believe it or not, in a country where billionaire, the richest country on earth, you wouldn't think you'd have a categorized population called the working poor, but who else is going to teach them the dignity of work? If not... Those who've never worked, how can you tell what the difference is if you've ever worked? How could you fully have the perspective to teach? somebody the dignity of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and working three uniquely american low paying jobs and never retiring and perhaps getting br- bringing yourself to an early grave so you leave your babies behind babies not named liberty by the way you probably named your baby something like i don't know john or ted or 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 uh, mary not liberty. I like to show who I am on the inside by expressing myself uh, nonstop on the outside. That's how how solid I am about my my views. Everything is a reflection of me. Liberty. See, I like liberty liberty means i i it means i i i i i daddy taught me that he taught me to be a maverick to never ever look down and say um what can i do for my country but what can my country do for me what could my country men do and women do for me, more specifically. Like, they could shut the F up and stop whining about health care. We got GoFundMe. So, I, I've seen that maybe you want a couple of days off. Maybe a weekend after. If you're lucky enough to have your baby. Okay. On a three day weekend during a leap year. You can get a couple of days off. I see that. I'm a Republican. I can I can grow and evolve no 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 both parties. Both parties are the same. Oh my God. Liberty everything is liberty to me i everything around me must reflect my inner my dedication to not giving a shit about anybody else but myself it mu- i it must all reflect back on me oh my god uh, uh, uh. Liberty. This is Lady Liberty when she gets older. She's going to get sick of hearing that. It's going to be fun. Because I'm, by that time, I'm going to be, because I'm not that evolved. I'm going to be super jealous of my super beautiful daughter who will be beautiful and I will be entering my golden years. And my beauty, since it's only skin deep, won't, uh, um, it will be a tragic, tragic um, relationship where I, I, I loathe her. And maybe she's not even a... She doesn't even realize liberty. She doesn't know what it means. I named her Liberty. I gave her every advantage. Maybe she knows. Maybe she... She's not like me. She cares about other people. She can see the light if something, um, when something doesn't affect her directly. What kind of a Republican is that? Huh? What? What kind of a maverick was that? Oh my God. Um. Let's see. Megan McCain. it was where is it making everything about herself yes that's the one i was looking for i bet you i'm gonna get hit with the i'm gonna get hit with a copyright infringement now that i say this be i know i will be oh well what are you gonna do here Here's Megan making everything about herself.
3: Graduated. How do do they they do that? that Is somebody writing their papers for four years?
5: We we don't have that much time left, and I just want to get one thing in really quick. First of all, what you're saying about Harvard, there's actually a huge scandal right now that um, they were accused of letting in too many Asian students. Google this. It's a. Google. Know they qualified, obviously for for whatever, but they didn't want.
1: uh, Google it. That's my greatest educator. Go on Google, Wikipedia, Breitbart. And um, One American News Network. That's all you need. You don't need books. Or you don't need... You certainly don't need personal experience. And you don't, you don't need... Who needs literature? When you have Triggered by Donald Trump Jr. It's a number one bestseller. New York Times. So is uh, um, Godless by Ann Coulter number one bestseller on on new york times bulk bestseller bulk fake bulk fake bestseller list
5: proportionate amount of asian students at harvard university okay for me specifically not everything about my family i know i read my tweets i know what you guys are saying but aunt (laughs) becky's (laughs) husband talked crap about asu okay and at Arizona State University is where the McCain Institute for International Leadership is partnerships with ASU partners, to find, students, identify, develop. And train a global How could they deal character-driven with her driven leaders that I have the luxury to be a part of that institute. And it was chosen because ASU is a premier educational system as well. And maybe it isn't as good uh, from some people, Hollywood elites' perspective as Harvard and Yale. But let me tell you something <laughs> ASU has a president, Michael Crow, who is an incredible president, has been doing incredible things for a long time. And they clapped back and said ASU has no comment on glib, uninformed remarks, but underlying this is something important that deserves attention. Some universities have decided the most important thing they can do is turn away deserving, qualified applicants uh, just so they what? can seem more exclusive. Right, uh, so I'm just—I'm uh, uh, right, very proud to have my family's name attached to ASU. It's an incredible, incredible, incredible college. Right. Oh my and God! Aunt Becky's husband, or whatever. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> your kid probably wouldn't have been good enough to have even into in. And I want here, Becky okay? with the
3: good hair to go to jail. Well, that's the thing. Can I just mention legacy sorry, admissions for a second? I'm sorry, not enough Asian just, students okay. got
5: in, I'm getting it correct. Not enough Asian students were let in by Harvard because this, they were Asian. OK, there's that's such the a thing
3: as legacy admissions, which means if your parents went to Brown or Harvard uh, or, or, yeah. or, you know, UP, you can go. But it's interesting because the idea of legacy admissions is racist in nature, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. It started in the 20s to keep out upwardly mobile immigrants who had started pushing for admission to elite schools. Yeah. And I think that that is a very very bad system legacy. Why should your kid get in because you got in? Yeah. Okay. Well, well the only thing I will say That's is not when fair. it comes to mili- I not have any I was the first in
5: military academies, military academies. My my family goes back generations at the Naval Academy <laughs> mm-hmm. and
1: Oh, you dumb bastard. Country,
5: so I would push back in that and that part of it, because my grandfather, great grandfather, my brothers—they all serve their yeah, country. Yeah, but if you don't have the like grades, why should, why should you? They did have from the that. grades. My brother did, but I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of the fact that my family's legacy is at the
3: Naval Academy. My father's.
1: My family's now. legacy. I'm talking about your family, I'm really? About
3: legacy. I'm talking about the policy of where. Legacy she doesn't know what it is. is. I'm, very, what I'm
1: very. She doesn't know what a legacy admission is, because she's a dumb bitch. You understand, guys? And thank you for being a patron and a supporter, and for all your super chats. That's all I got to say. All right, this mother effer, they got she's got a lot of eyeballs, ear and ear holes pointed at her. That's why we're dumb.
3: Very proud of my family's I'm, I'm and pr- Probably out of the colleges. I'm proud of my legacy. Bo- be, be, be.
1: You're not the vice president of the wait, United wait, States. here, here. This is supposed to be a montage of Megan McCain making everything about herself.
5: And I understand that you said it was an act of quote systemic oppression. So if I left your football game, would you think that I would be behaving in the same way?
1: <laughs> You're not the vice president of the United States. Fair enough. I, I was
3: busy thinking about
5: In this book, you refer to, or I guess Bannon refers to Nikki Haley as a Jarvanka Republican. Nikki Haley is a very respected conservative. Both she's a conservative dumb bitch, too. And Trump supporters, she's actually one of these magic unicorns that is respected by both segments. Because they're stupid. I don't stupid. understand why you would include this reductive slogan. And would Bannon and you call me a Jarvanka Republican?
3: You know, <laughs> I was busy thinking about BKK. There are kids that want to get into the same career as their parents, and I'm totally fine with that as long as it's that kid's dream, you know, as opposed to just modeling off of their parents' dream. Yeah. If it's, if it's, and then I also think, what parent doesn't want to help their kids? This kid, is a question I have right? for both of you.
5: Okay, so I, to- I am conceding me? and all, and you yeah, but you didn't say anything that oh. was like semi-thorn-shade. What should I have done? Should I not have had a career in politics? <laughs> Who the, the fuck, fuck was I talking about? Exactly ever?
1: what you're but, doing. I was busy. Oh my god. Anyway, all right. Good night, Megan McKay. I can't get enough of hating her. Clearly. I really. Ah, whatever. She, you know what it is. She is. She's the epitome of everything that's wrong. Just like they all are. Some of these things, they. They kind of. It's like a caricature. It's like. It's the stereotype because it's true. All right. One other thing. Let's see. I'm going to see something here. What did I... Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to... I wrote a couple of things. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Because when I write down what I want to talk about, so I don't forget it because that's what happens. Here's another thing that the Republicans have ruined... Oh shit, I spelled den- denigrate wrong. I have to change that. And description. So just like they destroy everything they touch, Republicans destroy everything they touch. Just just like Trump destroys everything he touches. Now they got their filthy, disgusting fingers, of course, of around. The pardon power, the every power, every the the the, whatever power, any power they use, they use it and abuse it. But now Twitler, he's giving he's awarding the Medal of Freedom to two of the the biggest lick spittle con men, succubuses, traitors, two of the traitors then uh, yeah, actually when I read this and saw this come across wherever the Twitter feeds um, I kind of felt bad for Matt Getz (laughs) because you know he's like where's my Medal of Freedom I'm a traitor too Medal of Freedom he gave it to Rush Limbaugh this divisive racist prick Rush Limbaugh, somebody who says some people are born to be slaves. And now he's giving the Medal of Freedom in uh, really in, in an insult to everyone who deserves the Medal of Freedom, in an insult to the Medal of Freedom and the United States. What, what will be left when these republicans are through with this country? Nothing. We, don't, we won't have a functioning society just like they do with everything else, with patriotism, with service, with compassion. Everything that they do and everything that they claim of family values, it's all bullshit. It's all turned on its head and turned into a joke and a way to ultimately honor themselves and... Turn this country into uh, in, into a joke, really? Awarding the Medal of Freedom to Devin Nunez and Jim Jordan, okay? Devin Noon- Nunez, who is a traitor, the one who snuck over to the White House during the impeachment, uh, during the Mueller investigation, to give Twitler the heads up on all of the 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 investigation it can't be denied trump and his filthy disgusting administration how many uh how many insiders in the trump administration went to jail pled guilty and went to jail 19 off the top of my head of course he gave pardons to many of the of the scumbags but these people were guilty. One, two, two charges. One, uh, it included the, a conspiracy against the United States. That's what, that was one of the charges that two of his insiders who went to jail pled guilty to, conspiracy against the United States. So from CBS, President Trump awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom which everybody else who's ever received the Medal of Freedom, it's it's over. You might as well throw your Medal of Freedom out if you're still alive. The Medal of Freedom. I mean, this is uh, the, the who received the Medal of Freedom in the past? The Apollo astronauts. Let's see who received. Now that he's giving it to somebody who who was crying on the phone not only let um let somebody molest boys on on his watch but then cried and begged on the phone with one of the brothers of the boy one of the boys who was molested and begged him not to tell that's who's getting the medal of freedom I can't stand these people. Let's see who has received the presidential medal of freedom. Let's see. Awarded by Trump fucking unbelievable. Oh no! Oh no! No! Oh, this is who he's—he has also awarded it to Elvis Presley. Can you believe this fucking desperate scumbag? Tiger Woods. Well, people who've uh, got a lot of hits, I guess. Well, he hit a lot. You know, he hit hit a lot of—he hit a lot of hot models. So, Orrin Hatch, Antonin Scalia. I hate these people. God, why was I born here? Devin Nunez. Are you kidding? Really? Devin F Nunez. Jim Jordan. It's... I, I can't. I really can't comment on it because that's all I keep... It. It's... It can't be. I can't be living here. Please, somebody. Is this real life? The guy who sued a a fake cow account on Twitter after passing, I think he was one of the co-sponsors of the frivolous lawsuit bill, the anti-frivolous lawsuit bill, So, who went on to... uh, have a career of frivolous lawsuits. Of course they do! Are you serious? Here's from the Fresno B about Devin Nunez. By who? Who wrote this? Oh, it's from the editorial board. Devin Nunez. Does. Does Devin Nunez deserve the Medal of Freedom? Facts say no. Well, facts. Facts are pesky things. They have such a liberal bias, don't they? To Devin Nunes' GOP supporters, his being awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by Trump is a crowning achievement for the congressman who steadfastly defended Trump during impeachment hearings and the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election. That happened. But facts show that far from being a hero, as Trump portrays him, Nunez has actually harmed the nation by fueling the bitter partisan divide that has splintered America's political system. Since 2003, Nunez has represented a key part of San Joaquin Valley in Congress. His 22nd district today covers much of Tulare County. Hi, Tara Jr., Jr. Come on. Come on up, come on, come on, he's, come on. You coming up? Good boy. Everybody, sit down, Junior. Everybody, yeah, yeah. Tara Junior, yeah. Tara Junior's back, all right. Hey, where is that? Why didn't I play? You got your finger on the button. That's why I didn't play. Tara Jr.'s back. Alright. Come on, you gotta. He's got his finger on the. Not his finger, he's paw. Alright. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Petra Tara Jr. Yeah, yeah. All right, sit down. Sit, 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 honey. I'm reading an article about a horrible person. A horrible waste of human DNA. Why I share the same country with him, I don't know. Oh, God, my grandmother woke up one morning and said, let's get out of here. Let's go to America. Let's leave the beautiful Emerald Isle. I can't do an Irish accent, even though I'm Irish. All right. Uh, where is it? Where am I? To Devin Nunez. Oh, yes, 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 yes. But facts show... That far from being a hero, as Trump portrays him, Nunez has actually harmed the nation by fueling a bitter partisan divide that has splintered America's political system. Since 2003, Nunez has represented a key part of the central San Joaquin Valley in Congress. His 22nd district today covers much of Tulare County, and the eastern part of Fresno County, including Clovis and the northeast side of Fresno. Who cares? The Washington Post broke the news on Sunday that Trump was to present Nunez with the honor, thereby wiping his ass with everybody else's honor, joining the likes of Rosa Parks. Oh, my God. Devin Nunez. Guys, Rosa Parks, same, same thing distinction without a difference if you're a traitor the presidential medal of freedom was created by john f kennedy and the nation is the nation's highest award given to civilians it recognizes exceptional contributions to national security world peace or cultural endeavors oh that sounds like a republican if you ever described one Presidents have awarded it to artists, athletes, politicians, and military leaders. Past recipients include the actor Tom Hanks, the poet Maya Angelou, the author Harper Lee, and boxer Muhammad Ali. Trump is basing the award to to Nunez on how the congressman, the man that's putting it, suspiciously defended the president while he was chairman of the house intelligence committee what he's gone through and his bravery he should get this very important medal of course trump says that because everything is very very important very it's a very very important medal but actually one only has to look at Nunez's time as the chair of the Intelligence Committee to see why he is undeserving of this so-called important medal. In 2018, Nunez and the panel's Republican staff wrote a memo that claimed the FBI had concealed the political nature of a dossier the agency refer- referenced for a warrant to conduct surveillance of, the Trump cam- of a Trump campaign aide. The implication was that the FBI and the deep state, quote-unquote, actors were working in a conspiracy to hurt the poor, poor baby president. In fact, the FBI did disclose the political nature of the dossier to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. Amy Ziegart, a senior national security fellow at Stanford University, at Stanford University's, excuse me, Hoover Institution, like that needs to be a thing. Because, well, you know, there weren't enough poor people. Not, you know, poor and dead people. That's what Republicans want to emulate again. Well, let's honor the so-called president that did nothing when the American people faced the first Republican Great Depression. All right, honey. I'm sorry. I was trying to help you. So let's have an institute called the Hoover Institute. The chairman finally, with no help from the president, has weaponized secrets to a degree unprecedented in American history. That's what the conservative think tank wrote about Nunez's memo. Zegard and Nunez conducted quote-unquote, fake oversight while committee chairman and abused his authority by deceiving and confusing Americans rather than informing them. Well, that's what it means to be a right-winger. So, of course, you get a Medal of Freedom because that's confusing to the Medal of Freedom. So when you see a Medal of Freedom, the next Medal of Freedom recipient who who is given the Medal of Freedom by a normal person president meaning a Democrat will have no meaning. There's no, no more meaning to being, um, to being a recipient of the Medal of Freedom, just like there's no more meaning to being a patriot. Jesus Christ, get me out of here. Please become a patron so I can do my show Somewhere that isn't here. All right. I'll still do the show. All right. That's this. That's uh, our our deal. I'll do it from an undisclosed location, somewhere in civilization. God. When it came out that the FBI had told the court about the political origins of the dossier, Nunes admitted that, well, he never actually read the FBI FISA court materials the memo purports to summarize. In other words, the committee chairman drew some damning conclusions about the nation's chief law enforcement agency without ever reviewing the facts. Well, facts have such a liberal bias. Which suggests but not suggest it means he didn't care about the facts. He just cared about fixing those facts around the policy. that's what Republicans do. closer to home, Nunez sued a constituent who had dared to challenge him using the word farmer in the 2018 ballot designation. Nunez later dropped the suit in 2016 20, excuse me in 20. In 2006, he sold his county farmland and his family later moved the dairy, its dairy, to Iowa. Nunez sued The Post, CNN, and Twitter on defamation claims only to have them tossed out of court. He sued The Bee over a 2018 story that he alleged defamed him but gave up the lawsuit last year when the paper's parent company Came under bankruptcy protection, meaning he wouldn't get his his dollar. Cause he's a little prick. He wanted a settlement, probably. That's what I'm I'm guessing. And since the when it went into bankruptcy, it wasn't about really the outrage du jour. He was feigning. He wanted his buku bucks. He wanted this, the the. The paper to tell him to to pay him to go away. You know, a frivolous lawsuit. When the COVID nineteen pandemic was starting out and social gathering was being discouraged as a means to slow the spread, Nunes went on Fox News and said people need to continue to eat out in restaurants to help the economy, and here we are with three hundred and fifty thousand dead. Then there's a non-stop demonizing Nunez engages in when talking about Democrats. He once referred to them as communists, of course, because he's a lazy, derivative bitch. The moniker of choice lately has been socialists. It's meant as slurs. Neither is it accurate or respectful of politicians who are fellow Americans. So that's why you want to give somebody a medal. Somebody who takes a shit on everything that deserves a medal. That's the person you, a Republican gives a medal to. The list of reasons Nunez should not be given the medal could go on. To su- suffice to say, Nunez has proven to Trump that he is worthy of one award, that is, namely, the Presidential Medal of Fealty. Oh god. And how about Jim Jordan? Does he doesn't deserve a medal? Deserves a medal. Republicans are the most vile creatures. Let's see. Unreal. Medal of freedom. scumbags hold on I hate these people did anybody did I ever say that I really do I should be a better person maybe I should be like Tim Kane and quote some Yates instead of screaming and yelling and telling everybody how much I hate them Ugh. Wow. Six former wrestlers say Jim Jordan knew about sexual abuse. Tito Vasquez says he still remembers the days the day three decades ago when as a wrestler at Ohio State. The doctor he'd gone to see about a bloody nose insisted on examining his genitals. Well, that's normal for a con. He also recalls how one of his coaches... Oh, shit. That scared the hell out of me. What the fuck? I hate that. Uh, an ad just started playing. It was like, beep boop, bop, boop. I don't know if you heard it or not. You probably did. But that was an ad that just suddenly started to play and scared the hell out of me. Oh, okay. He also recalls how one of his coaches dismissed his immediate complaint. I have nothing to do with this, Vasquez quoted the assistant coach saying, as he effectively ended the conversation and went on with wrestling practice. That coach, Vasquez says, was Jim Jordan. A coward. That's who Republicans are. Do they ever stand up for what's right? No, you liked his cushy, phony baloney job. As the assistant wrestling coach. That's all. Just like he likes his cushy, phony baloney job as some kind of freedom fighter. For the con man who's destroying the country and the anti-democratic coup that they're engaged in. Who votes for Jim Jordan? Shame on you. Shame on you all. Okay? Shame on everybody who votes Republican. And, but especially... For you, Jim Jordan voters, and you, Devin Nunez voters, you should all be ashamed. If you had the ability to be ashamed, you would be ashamed. But you don't have that ability. You only like to inflict shame. You try to put your shame on other people. You, um, people who have the courage to live authentic lives. You don't, but you're repressed. And cowardly. Because if you weren't a coward, you, uh, somebody who wasn't a coward and was was the assistant wrestling coach at Ohio State and uh, uh, some, and uh, one of the wrestlers came over to them and said, "I need your help. This doctor is abusing me sexually. You would do something about it, regardless of whether it threatened your own phony baloney existence. You wouldn't say, oh, no, 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 i got nothing to do with this. Hey, 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 have at it. That, oh, but what about the babies and the children who are well, if you have, I guess, if you're if you have whiter pigment, if you don't have darker pigment, and if you somehow don't interfere with a Republican's political career or his own cushy, phony baloney position. That coach, Vasquez says, was Jim Jordan, now Ohio congressman, and an influential voice in Republican politics, perhaps best known for his pugnacious defense of the fucking con man, excuse me, but it's 1130, during the rec- recent impeachment hearings. Vasquez is one of six. Oh, they must all be lying. Well, they are they lying? It, what do they do when it's boys that blow the whistle? Maybe they were dressed provocatively. Maybe they gave mixed signals. Maybe they were just too um, cute. I don't know. Did they ask for it somehow? Vasquez is one of six f- former OSU wrestlers who told CNN in recent interviews that they were present when Jordan heard or responded to sexual misconduct complaints about the team doctor, Richard Strauss. Oh, honey, sit down. Eight others say Strauss's inappropriate behavior. All right, honey, sit, sit. What's wrong with you? Sit down. Do you hear this, cat? He's cute. Either others say that Strauss's inappropriate behavior was an open secret in the athletic department, and Jordan, among others, knew about it. What Jordan and other coaches knew and when they knew it has been under scrutiny since 2018 when OSU announced an investigation into allegations against Strauss. That's the cat pushing the microphone away. An independent report commissioned by the university concluded last year that Strauss sexually abused at least 177 male students, student patients between 1979 and 1998. The doctor died by suicide in 25. Well, coincidentally, he won't be missed. Even after our long conversation about suicide. A number of lawsuits have been filed against OSU over the allegations. On Friday, OSU announced that it reached a monetary settlement with Strauss's victims. Okay. Since the scandal emerged, Jordan has emphatically denied that he knew anything about Strauss's abuse during his years working at OSU, even though they were between the years 87 to 95. Congressman Jordan never saw any abuse, never heard any abuse, never had any abuse reported to him, his congressional office said. Bullshit. But campaign his campaign went so far as to hire a public relations firm to push back on the allegations. But Vasquez, for one, doesn't believe his claims. When these complaints came uh come and wait wait. when these complaints come and he pretends now that he had no knowledge of it that's betrayal at the highest level says vasquez now a public school teacher who added that the continued denial denials played a role in prompting him to speak out yeah good for you that's courage which is something that is anathema to republicans and the entire conservative shithole the osu commission report didn't reach conclusions since the release of the report additional former student athletes have come forward in an interview with cnn jordan again denied having prior knowledge but Multiple former OSU athletes told CNN they found Jordan's denials puzzling because they distinctly remember him responding to the complaints about Strauss. One former wrestler, wrestler Dan Ritchie, said he remembers a teammate complained about Strauss and that Jordan said, if he ever tried that with me, I'd snap his neck like a stick of dry balsa wood. Oh boy. There's that right that rape, rapy, rapier wit. <laughs> what a man. Yeah, uh, only a real man could stop themselves from being sexually abused, right? You fucking scum. Richie said Strauss's behavior was ongoing and an ongoing uncomfortable joke among the athletes. He said Strauss tried to groom students to accept the inappropriate nature of the examinations, which became increasingly abusive over time. When we heard Jim say he wasn't aware, everyone just thought, are you kidding? Richie said, I like Jimmy, but he took, uh, but I think he took the wrong stance to get oh wait wait the wrong stance to off the get go okay the wrong stance off the get go and now he can't backtrack another former wrestler mike flush Flushsky, told cnn that he remembers jordan responding to a complaint about strauss by saying he would break the doctor's neck see just like he said It's weird to play back something in your mind that you remember to have somebody said, and it's not true. Uh, Let's see, blah, blah, blah. They first raised concerns about Strauss with Jordan and the head coach of the team at the time. He's up to his asshole in this and beyond. Yet said he went to Strauss after he injured his thumb in practice during the examination the doctor tried to remove his shorts. I said, Doc, it's my thumb. So I literally got off the table, turned around and busted through the door. Yet said he came out and complained to Jordan. And the other wrestlers about what happened. He said Jordan responded by saying, if he tried that on me, I would kill him. So he just kept repeating that whenever the wrestlers... Came to him for help. I will kill him. I won't do anything for you. I won't do the adult thing. I won't do. I won't be adulting here. That requires somebody that isn't a lickspittle, you see. And that's not me, Jim Jordan. Oh well, they're so gross. Why do I have to live in a country with so many scums? Now, you know that, and I mean it, but, uh, okay, I understand that there are scums everywhere, but you don't give them power. Scums don't get power. You want to have a decent country? Don't give the scums power. All right? That's my rule number one. And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. That's very kind of you. I won't let it go to my head. What's going on with this camera, though? Let me see. Tara! Look at this. Look at this cat. Let me see. What is going on? Look at the way I have to work. You see that? The cat. I can't work like this under these conditions. That's why the... Show is a little weird tonight. All right, it's almost midnight. I guess we'll we try to pick it up tomorrow or something. I don't know. Look at this camera. Look at my face. Look at ev. Look at me. Wee! I'm gonna lose my mind, guys. Guys, 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 guys. Before I go, let me say. Oh Christ. No, that's not it. I want to thank you all for your support. Become a patron, a Patreon. If anybody's still listening to the show, who knows? After f- three hours, I think we lose most, most of our supporters. Um, as I say, we are bleeding patrons. And it don't feel good. So become a patron if you can. I want to thank tonight tonight's sponsor of the show where is my here we go Michael Isaacs thank you again Michael with your help and because of your help we'll be able to keep going and keep Growing, So never, never hesitate. Please don't hesitate to reach out and join our Discord page. Stay in contact in between shows and reach out. If you have any concerns, suggestions, this is a community show. I might be driving right now, but we're in this together. We really are. Yes, haiku on the chat. Homophobic rape culture is the Republican way. It's yeah, that sums it up. Guys, guys. Eve says the cat is hungry, he's not hungry. He's eaten he eats a lot. But he he certainly does act hungry. Thank you everybody. Oh, hanging out. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm trying to do... I try to do as many shows as possible to keep my my dysthymia from getting out of control. And dysthymia is low-grade depression. So thank you all for all your support. Thank you for your super chats tonight. Errol and Steve and Mark and Haiku and Steve and Lee Again. And Richard W., the, that's going to keep us going and growing. And, of course, Michael Isaacs for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Because we're, we need all the help we can get. We need the liberal media. It has to keep going. If we get to the point, we I mean, we're not going to get there anytime soon at this rate, but... We will have a daily show at a set time and we'll be able to hire people, have a producer. Could you imagine? It'll be... The show will get better. It's only going to get better. Okay? I, I promise. But we will always have cats regardless of how big we grow. So we don't have to... I don't know. So we can be like Diamond and Silk one day. That's all. That's all I ask can have as many listeners as diamond and silk. Can we do it? I don't know. That's up to us and you and the listeners. Thank you very much for all your support. My name is Tara Devlin and we will win. And they know that. That's why they have to pretend they're us. They have to pretend they care. Pretend they're on the right side of history. And the right side of decency and dignity and democracy and humanity. But they're not. But we are. And we will win. E pluribus unum is our action plan. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. And I will see you very soon.